I am super excited to bring you episode 37 with Kachi and Gordon. This is a very unique episode. I have two 22-year-olds. They're a power couple in the dance world. And my request is that you listen with an open mind and open heart. They speak completely honestly from their perspective. And I intended this episode really as like a slice of life, a look into the experience of a 22-year-old starting out in the industry. And at the same time, you know, they don't speak for everyone their age, but I think it's gonna give us a really good idea of kind of where the generation is at. And we talked about it. I talked about it with Gordon and Kachi after and, you know, again, we didn't censor it. So I request if you have any comments, anything to share, please email me at dancepeakpodcast and don't hold it against us for chopping it up and leaving the record button on. Also, apology ahead of time for using the word OG so much. Definitely don't want to get in the bad side of politics there. We just wanted to create a delineation between generations for the sake of defining our argument and our opinions. And we definitely did not all agree here, but that's cool because that's a real conversation, right? So sit tight. Open your ears, your minds, your hearts, and thank you so much for listening to episode 37 of Dance Speak. And subscribe. Hey guys, my name is Galit Friedlander. I've worn many hats in the dance world over the last 15 plus years and have created Dance Speak as a platform for people in the dance industry to share their stories and blueprints for success. So listen up and get ready to be inspired, learn something new, and get personal with the people behind the movements you love. I'm sitting here with Gordon Watkins and Kachi Alcazar. It's a lot of syllables together. I know. <laughs> you had to concentrate on that one. I had to focus really hard. I broke a sweat. <laughs> I know both of you actually through Antoine Troop, mm-hmm. whom I got to interview earlier. And I thought you'd be wonderful, both of you, because you're in this really exciting, I'd say like newer, like up and coming phase of your careers and you're mm-hmm. right there. And I've gotten to, I feel like if I may say witness, you know, this progression and this growth. For sure. (laughs) I think it's priceless to take that snapshot where I've gotten a lot of people who, like, tour the world, like, ten times over and everything, and they speak about the earlier years, and, like, I get to grab that and then also get your perspective because you're going to have a really unique one. So I meant to ask this before. (laughs) If you wouldn't mind um, mentioning maybe some of your credits or where people might know you from. Not as a validation. I always like to say just as a... (laughs) Um, well, I can start. I mean, my first big gig out here was This actually, is Gordon, not Kachi. Don't oh, yeah. <laughs> In case you were just confused or wondering. Just deep okay. okay. Um, my voice is My voice ain't even deep, though. <laughs> but anyway, well, my first, like, big uh, industry job out here was assisting Antoine Troop for Prince and for the Essence Music Festival. And then from there, he helped me uh, also assist him for CeeLo Green. And um, a lot of my work actually has come through Antoine, so... Uh, the bigger artists that you, you might know is, uh, would be Zayn, Kehlani, Pitbull, um, Daddy Yankee, for those who know Daddy Yankee anymore. <laughs> Everyone knows uh, Daddy Yankee. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> and then, uh, and then yeah, like I said, Prince and CeeLo Green. So those would be, and then I've done Disney and I've done commercials too. But um, but yeah, the big, as far as artists, it would just be probably the biggest ones, the more, more like, I would say like, 
Prince, Kehlani, and Zayn, and like, yeah, CeeLo, those would be like huge. I guess Pitbull too. Pitbull is! Yeah, Pitbull is. AKA yeah. the entire list you just. Yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> it's the whole list, no matter which way order you want to put it in. And then what are some of the commercials you've done? Commercial for uh, Just Dan's video game. And uh, I was Pharrell. You were Pharrell? <laughs> I had to do the happy dance. Oh, cool. And then um, in Hotwire, for those who travel. Hotwire.com. Yeah, because now people are going to see you in the commercial and be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. shoot. I mean, those are the, the bigger ones. And I've done some little bunch of stuff. But yeah. those are the good ones. Awesome. So we'll keep it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Cool. All right. Well, um, I think the first... First job I booked was doing Disney Channel, and that was really, that was when I was in college still, so that was kind of like the only jobs I was able to do, um, through a really like great mentor, other mentor, a friend of mine named Bisha, shout outs if you watch this. Um, <laughs> um, so I did uh, Live in Maddie and Austin and Allie, I did like three episodes, and then from there, once I broke off and started actually like actively pursuing, investing my time. That's when I booked uh, the big ones, Kaylani, Zane also. Um, well, you've been on tour with Kaylani like for, for the majority of the year. Yeah, so that's kind of yeah. <laughs> that's it's, what I think a lot <laughs> of definitely the big one for me. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people don't know um, that. Like when you're with one artist, that might be, and it's not a down or up, but like that might be your credit for a long time. Right, because you invest so much time with that one artist because you're yeah. always traveling. So really, like, you a lot of times don't even have enough time in LA to be working. But you are working. Yeah. <laughs> and then because you're working on other stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> Disney's huge. Disney's really big. That's Disney, like, it, Disney Channel. I don't know about other Disney jobs because I can't really speak on it, but Disney Channel is probably one of my favorite jobs. Disney Channel is so good to you. Like How they, so? Um, well, I've, I've heard about different instances where people, dancers specifically, are, just aren't treated well on sets or um, from artists or different production on other jobs, but as far as working with Disney Channel and working with the production for those particular shows I was on, it was just always such a pleasant and like happy experience working with them and they they're so respectful and grateful for your time so it's nice ah, i love it so it sounds like a professional atmosphere yes that's dope good energy and do you mind saying how old you are both of you 22 yes. both of us yeah <laughs> so i think it, like it's cool to um so yeah i feel like this episode i want to get like what it's like to be in la dancing at 22 yeah. now well, we're at this right. big shift. So, Gordon, where did you grow up and how did you get into dancing? Word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> word. Word up. Yo. Oh, word. No, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Well, I, did, I actually, I was born in Detroit and I moved around a lot. So I was mm. born in Detroit, moved to Georgia, then from Georgia, moved to Texas, then back to Detroit. Then from Detroit, moved to the suburbs of Michigan. So, you know, I, was, I did high school in the suburbs. But anyway, and I moved out here at 19 and... Um, I got into dance like the typical way a lot of dancers got into dance, which was freaking YouTube, watching Brian Puspos, Ian Eastwood, and that community style. <laughs> and that's what, you know, Sean and Reese, all of them, they're amazing. And um, yeah, I, I like watched all of that, and that was what uh, kind of made me want to, I want to teach. I want to be a teacher. I want to be just like them. 
And I moved out here and honestly got introduced to like, I, like got smacked in the face with like industry stuff. Cause I was like, I didn't really honestly understand the idea of having agents and all these auditions and stuff. And like a friend of mine sent me on an audition for uh, Kmart. Oh yeah, Kmart commercial. And I actually booked it. And freaking- Commercial came right here. Okay, <laughs> like, oh, I'm no. in LA, just booked a commercial. It was oh, so funny. Life is great. And I didn't have an agent and stuff. So if you were like, what's your age? Yeah. I was like, well, yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Chill, no. But, like, <laughs> that <laughs> so is everyone else now that was, <laughs> that they know. That was so silly but no but that like doing that showed me like yo this is cool with just you know how you get treated on set and and i didn't even book that as a dancer i booked that as like uh an i guess actor how did I you get role. that I, like a friend of mine um sent me straight to the callback she was like just mm-hmm. come she was like come with me to this callback they need extra dancers so i danced in my audition but i booked a different role so That's and funny. like and that was cool because, I mean, you got a nice little ray and then you just ate food. I wasn't experiencing, like, what to be on set, you know, craft service and all that stuff. I didn't know nothing yes, about crafty. that. So I was like, yo, this is what I need to be doing out here. Like, forget a class. Like, I mean, that was at the moment, obviously. Yeah. But, like, so, you know, that's what I wanted to do. And I, I just looked into it further, started auditioning. I auditioned for every agency, every agency. And the last one I auditioned for was Block, which is the one I wanted to be with the most. And I ended up getting that. So that was, like, a huge change in my life. I got that at, like, about seven months moving in, moved in to L.A. And, uh, yeah, from there, it just kind of, like, like I was doing, I think I did, I did, uh, I'm going to give you the whole situation. I did yes. Will DeVise's Michael Jackson Tribute Carnival. And that introduced me to a lot of people a lot of dancers, in which then I met Mikey Delavella, in which he had me do his uh, next carnival piece. It was Rocket Boys, shout out, original Rocket Boys. That was a great piece. <laughs> and we, uh, and then which led to us doing that piece with me, Will, and Mikey, just us doing a jeté of that same piece, and which is when Antoine really took notice to me, and he asked me to assist him with the Prince job, which furthered the wow. whole little industry thing. You know what Basically, I mean? That was, like, the catalyst. That was, like, what made it, like, okay, I want to be an industry dancer versus a community dancer, mm-hmm. you know? And so that was, like, my little roller coaster right there, and it happened, like, within the first year I moved here. And so, yeah, I, and I learned a lot. Thank, shout out to Anton, because he... He's like, I mean, he's got the KM Elite program right now, him and Kalani Marks, and they're mentors to so many dancers, and doing great things but like Antoine's straight up been a mentor to me for like since I moved out here like without before he was even like Antoine true like he was doing stuff but you know he wasn't like how he is now he really built something crazy you know but uh yeah so that was like man props to him he really showed me and I wasn't even that good so (laughs) it was not that tight so he was still just like believing in me and and showing me the ropes, you know, just showing me everything he knew at least. And I appreciate that. And yeah, that's why I'm pretty much doing what I'm doing now. So, so. What, what was it, do you think, if it wasn't like, if you didn't feel like you were killing it then? Oh, I just wasn't. I was I was stuck into the community side of dance, so I wasn't. Can you break that down for people who don't know what community yeah, is versus so industry? I would say I would have to, community's more clean picture like, I don't know how to explain I, I feel like community is more like if you know the dancers Ian Eastwood Brian Poos Post um, who else uh, I would say even like Lando Wilkins or any of those type of dancers they're more community they do a lot of competitions and 
uh, world of dance and stuff like that. That's that world of community like dancing. dancing for the dancers yeah more? dancing for the dancers i would say right, yeah. yeah and you know teams dancing and stuff like rather that rather than to work yeah okay. so if you know there like choreo yeah there you yeah. go like choreo Not, cookies yeah. grv all that stuff that's yeah, like community and okay. um and then like industry is is what it is obviously you know all the people that you may have heard before like you know antoine uh Let's say Cody Wiggins, like those people you dance for artists and whatnot. Who I so, interviewed too. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, well, we know, you know, we know. yeah, we know. <laughs> so I was like, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, man. But people like that, they, I just felt like that was something that uh, just interested me a little bit more. Once I, once I figured it out, I was like, yeah, I think I definitely want to do that. I would rather <clears throat> dance on film, television, and like behind artists and get that experience and so that's what I started working towards taking which made me take different classes from different teachers and what was your hustle like the first yeah. year that you came out here because I feel like that might also be part of it mm-hmm. yeah my hustle was <laughs> like classes you were taking any sacrifices you had to make oh yeah I, I moved out here by myself so I didn't know very many people I moved out here with a friend of mine Sean and um you know things happen and you know you I was on my own for a minute uh, mm-hmm. due to some stuff and from there like I don't know it's just a lot of that's one thing like moving out here at that young of age I'm glad I did because um, I mean there's people who might have moved out here younger but I feel like 19 was perfect for me because I was able to really find myself and I had to f- push myself because not knowing anybody out here and you already know like how it is for those who dance like you know this industry is it's vicious sometimes, not man. Not the warmest <laughs> in general. It's not the warmest. So, like, not really knowing anything about it, it's, like, not that easy to make, like, a whole lot of friends and to make, like, you know, that's why I'm so grateful for someone like Antoine who, mm-hmm. like, stuck with me that long and watched me grow and, like, helped me build myself, you know, and showed me where to go, what to do, what causes to take. Wh- Can you share some of that? Around. Sure, um, Antoine. Let's see. Like I said, it all started with the um, with the prince, and from there, which was crazy because the people who booked that job, it was funny. I actually auditioned for the job, so I was auditioning to dance. I made it to the end, yada yada, and didn't obviously get the phone call. But Antoine still wanted me on the project. He felt like, yo, mm. there's something like you're dope. You just need something. You know what I mean? He 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 felt. I, he actually told me he felt as if I needed experience. Which was true. I didn't have no damn experience. Just did your freaking. Except for Kmart. <laughs> just just the thing on Kmart was all I had at the time, job wise. So, yeah, man. So he showed me that, and that was crazy because the people who booked that job was like Johnny Erasmi, uh, Alex Fatbroth, Anze, uh, Michael. You know what I mean? And I'm in there. I learned the choreo ahead of time, so I'm over there cleaning them, and I'm helping them get the piece. And that's like. What? Like, these are people I watch on YouTube. These are people I, like, you know, take class from. Like, who am I, you know? So, like, that pressure was... You you grow through that stuff, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that kind of pressure, yeah. like, having to teach people who you look up to so crazy. And, you know, not necessarily, like, teach them, but, you know, I have to, like... If they're not messing up, Johnny would come and be like, hey, what's this move? Like, I'm like, you don't know the move, bro? Like, are you asking me? Like, okay, so... <laughs> Sure, I'll just break down to you. So, you know, stuff like that is just like, whoa, you know, and it happened so rather fast, in my opinion. You know, seven months into moving in, really, before all that happened. I was signing the block at the time, so yeah, it was just like, dang, that was uh, and then just again, like, showing me, like, when we did CeeLo Green, there wasn't really 
all, all there was was uh, I believe there was four girl dancers mm-hmm. and so that was showing me hmm, how can this male choreographer choreograph for females you know what I mean like you showed me that I mean he, he did have Nicole Kirkland on that job as well and same with Prince credit give her that credit but um yeah so like seeing how they put that together how their minds work and stuff just observing I did a lot of observing you know Mm -hmm. I did a lot of like Mm -hmm. let me see how they're doing it you know what I mean so uh that was cool to watch and when CeeLo gets there and he's like telling them what he wants and how to like listen to what the artist wants and uh, and on the spot you gotta make up something new because he didn't like what you already had you know what I mean so it's not that he didn't like but he was just like oh Artists know. will always come with a different opinion and it's their vision. Exactly. That's something yeah, exactly. you usually find out on the first job. Exactly. So everyone who wants to choreograph dance anything for artists, as a dancer you'll be given new choreography usually because of the artist. As a choreographer, you're going to be asked to change things on the fly and it may not make sense oh, yeah. to you. Yeah, even just working on any job, really, whoever is sure. hiring Literally. you, they could say, scrap it. I just, I really don't like it. Yeah. That's not what I want. Yeah. You could straight up. <laughs> like, and that's just the reality of it. So I'll, I'll never forget. CeeLo wanted, uh, there was this part, like, Antoine had the girls crossing in front of him, doing, like, this, like, kind of low-key creepy thing. And then CeeLo was like, <laughs> yo, I want to, he was like, I want to hold one of them. <laughs> so so CeeLo was like, he had that the girl come wild. up behind her. Yeah. Behind him. And then he was like, he sat in his chair, he, like, lift her up with one hand over what? his head while he was singing. <laughs> what? Like, this is what he wanted, and that's what okay. he did. And we were like, I wish that. shoot, if you want to do that. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, man, that was cool. I don't know. Like I said, it's just all experiences like that that just help you grow. You don't, because I mean, I'm not like anybody else. I, I'm really, I really like to observe and watch and soak it up like a sponge. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, learn all I can learn. Because, you know, these dancers move quick out here, man. They're moving out every year. There's new five dancers that are freaking ridiculously good. So it's like, right. I got to stay tight. You know, it's 500, yeah. man. So I'm 500 like, dancers every year. You got to be paying attention. You got to learn out here. Yeah. So, and yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember when I first um, came out into the dance world here. I'd been in school here first, and then I graduated, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go be a professional dancer in LA. Yeah. And I bumped into somebody <laughs> that I had known from New York, and one of the, he, he was like, listen, they are full out here. They go faster. It is no joke. And this was like, maybe eight years ago and he just I didn't even ask he was just like this is how it's gonna be compared to New York LA is faster and I thought New York was pretty tough so I was mm-hmm. like okay but you get right. used to it yo word of the day right. word of the day y'all vicious vicious keep that word oh my god Gordon yo vicious <laughs> you leave it to B-Dash he already says it too much yo B-Dash my best friend out here he gave me that word I adopted it vicious oh, it explains life it explains this this industry and it's interesting because it's i think it's like when you're and you can disagree with me of course but like when you're in the thick of it as a dancer putting like getting those those what's it like those credits up or that you know people getting to know you it is and then slowly over time i can say like you start seeing people go and you see who stays and you look around at each other i think you do get more like oh okay you know right and then Kachi what's your what's your story <laughs> well how did you get into dance and well you know my mom saw me like tiptoeing and spinning when I was a little girl I was like I don't know when I was two and a half 
They put me in like a family-owned studio, did those ballet tap classes, yada yada. So I trained in all, basically every technical style you can think of, a little bit of Latin ballroom. And then Mm. uh, I somewhat, I thought I was doing hip hop sort of in like dance team in high school, but I already knew it wasn't like for real, for real. Except for the training I got from Janina Garraway and B. Shaw. Shout out to y'all. Wait a second. I have what? to take a pause. So you know them from your yes. high school? Yeah. Funny story. Okay. So, okay. Well, so that's You're kind of what, uh, yeah, it, there's so many connections. So basically that's what really, that was my first introduction to what the industry was. Because uh, from a really, since since I've been alive, I've always known I wanted to dance. That's It's never been another option, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, so I, like, slowly was starting to get a little bit of information, you know? And especially it's good from their generation, you know? They were on tour with Usher, Sierra, like... Chris uh, Brown. Chris Brown for more years. Chris Brown like, they're the OG, Chris Brown. right? <laughs> a lot of Chris Brown. A lot of Chris Brown. <laughs> like, but OGs, it's crazy. Uh, Babyface, man, right? I, I, I love saying that. that one. Janina's amazing. Anyways, so I finally started like dipping into like I was kind of like in the collegiate scene, like community mm-hmm. is where I started like end of high school and like beginning of college, maybe first year of college. But I really was not even. I would like dip into classes like at the edge from uh, Dante Seven. Yeah, you know him. Okay, of okay, okay, yeah, I'm like OG. So I remember my very first hip hop class I took at the edge. I can't remember who I took from. Um, I was in the back crying, okay. trying. I still, I was stuck on the first eight count, mm. and I was like, "Wow, maybe it's just really not for me." <laughs> and then I got out of that class, and my mom was like, "Nope, you're about to take the next class that's on this schedule. That's hip hop. I don't even care." And I was like, "Damn." <laughs> I really don't want to, but I did it anyways, you know, I didn't really have a choice. So I get in this class, and I was like, okay, I gotta take a new new approach to this class. And I was like, let me just try and abandon everything I know about dancing and, like, start from scratch. And then uh, he was really patient with me, and he's a really amazing teacher, you know, especially for someone oh, yes. who's beginning. Dante's oh, Dante, like, yes. Dante is great. Um, so... When I got in that class, I actually was able to, like, pick up the choreo and, like, let loose and, like, actually feel like I wasn't failing at life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so then I, I started, like, kind of, I mean, that was really, like, my only training at the time, and I would go, I was, like, high school, and then once I graduated, I went to college, and I was really focused on school, but kind of not focused on school either because I really wanted to be dancing, but I felt like I needed to be in school. You know, those pressures. So you were trying to be focused but weren't quite feeling it. Is that what I'm hearing? It was more of like, I guess I rushed into, I just didn't even really think about it because it was mandatory to apply for colleges at my high school. Oh, wow. I went to a charter high school. They're very strict, very much like setting you up for success quote, unquote, uh, send you up for college, basically, mm-hmm. and, um, which is great, but it, like, I, I kind of just fell into it so quickly and didn't even think about how I wanted to go about becoming a professional dancer, nor did mm-hmm. I know, but, um, you know, and of course, so much pressure from my family, well, my dad's side of the family, um, to go to school and need a plan B, quote, unquote, 
which is a terrible idea. But um, depending on, you know. Why do you think it's a terrible idea? I think if you have a plan B, you're not completely dedicated to your plan A. So you're always giving yourself an option to fail at plan A because you know that there's something you can do instead mm-hmm. if that doesn't work out for you. You've already settled for the fact that it could be your reality that plan A is not going to work. And for me, I'm like, that's not ever going to be my reality. Plan A is going to work. Whatever it is that I want, it's going to happen because I want it. And I'm not going to just stop, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's how a lot of people feel, whether it's dancing or, you know, whatever it is that they want to pursue. But I, there's also so much pressure from society and family and whoever telling people they need to they need to go to school, one, in order to be successful, which is complete BS. So many successful people didn't even get a college degree, you mm-hmm. know? And how much... How many of those people with degrees even use those towards what they're actually making money from? And also making a bit of a segue, because this is a really interesting conversation that comes up, like the college to not to college. Right. You know, um, do you feel like there's skills and lessons that you've learned from the dance industry that's like kind of been like your schooling? And if so, what are they? Wow. Everything? So if you could bring... Like, <laughs> so I know one is, if you pay attention and start dissecting it, like marketing branding oh yeah like what easily i mean i'll say i'll say this okay. i'll say this much <laughs> all right <laughs> sorry i don't know okay you did but it's cool go ahead nothing was recording by the way oh, <laughs> <laughs> i'll just say i'll just say this much just so much like you said marketing branding but one big thing i learned through dance which um i'm afraid that i might not have had i been you know in school yada yada back at home michigan is how important it is to have a mentor Mm -hmm. and how important it is to have somebody to like guide you in this life other than just your parents because I mean your parents do so much and you know everybody's relationship with their parents is different but to have a someone outside of that that has been there and done it and has been in your situation and you know yada yada that is so important man you need a mentor like you do Mm -hmm. you can learn so much like for instance like just doing a a program a mentorship program has like helped me beyond dance Mm -hmm. it's helped me like as a person and as like how to view literally life you know what I mean so it's like how to view just everything and I feel like that is very important that is like exactly what dance did for me that's that I would say stuck out the most yeah I think that I, I would agree I think mentorship is definitely one of the most important things you need in anything you want to pursue Mm -hmm. really like in any aspect if you have a mentor that is going to speed up the process of the lessons you would learn on your own if you do I mean end up learning them you know but you can get there so much faster because you have to you don't have to sit through all the things that happen to them in order for them to learn how to win Mm -hmm. you know you are you're already getting the exact I wouldn't say formula but kind of a formula at least for not, I mean, not necessarily for dance, but setting you up mentally as well as letting you know what you, what you can do for yourself mm-hmm. you know, to set yourself up for success. It's, it's like, it's simple. It's, it's really like, it's really simple. It's, it's someone who's been there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if they've made mistakes and they can tell you how to avoid those mistakes, what, like what? It you know, it's, like, it's very simple. It sounds like your mentors or like your teachers that you would have had in college. Right. Sure. Except it's more hands-on and it's more intimate and they can give you, you know, advice or 
points that are specific to you rather yeah. than generalizing what people need, you know, because mm -hmm. for example, you can't tell a whole room full of dancers they need the exact same things in order to be successful, but you can tell them what they can, you know, like there are some things that apply to everybody, but every specific person has different things they need to work on, you know. Is there a big lesson is like okay, is there a big lesson that you feel that you've had in the last year? Wow. you could share. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to the sofa. <laughs> you want to go the first sofa. or what? Oh, man. You can go first. I'm going to think about this one. A big lesson I've learned this past year. This past year. Uh, life, life, life wise. Oh, I am. Yeah. I'm, really, I'm going to take this Listen, jacket off. Yo, big, 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 big lesson I learned was actually figuring out myself. I found out. I found myself. Okay. Can you talk on that? Because also, every. I think almost oh, yes, every choreographer right, yes. I've spoken to and I'm like, what's your big piece of advice to dancers? I haven't driven the question in any direction and they say, know yourself. Yes. Yo. So, yeah. man, in Knowing this yourself and I really found myself this How? past year. What was it? Man, through, honestly, some funny, something that happens to a lot of people. A breakup. Mm. A breakup. A breakup freaking made me it kept me I was I was closed off for a minute and I had a lot of thoughts and um and that during that breakup I actually was when the original Cam Elite program started mm -hmm. and so it, man right on time the mentorship with Antoine Troop and Kalani Marks and how great is Kalani Marks and I didn't even know the man but he was so he's so helpful and um that mentorship during that phase that sense of um how to think and uh, where to go and what to do and you know what you should what should be on your mind during that time helped me like it answered a lot of questions I had just for myself and um, it just like it helped me guide me a lot and so like I feel like the biggest lesson I learned was like and, and I, I know this seems weird but like I mean it's not a very specific lesson but I just learned about myself I, you know what I mean I think when you're broken down a little bit yeah I, I found you, then you get to build back up, but you don't have any BS or like the right. patience. Because mm -hmm. you, you're like, oh, this is the real shit. I can be honest with myself now. This is what what's really fucked up, and I can fix it. Because now I'm like, okay, I'm completely crumbled, but now I can put myself back together exactly the way I want it and exactly the way I need to. And it's so kind I have like a strong that. foundation. Yeah. And that becomes your foundation. Yeah. You know, and I think. Yeah, I think that's really that is like the best piece of advice because I feel the same way. I mean. I, I'm really new to the industry still, mm -hmm. you know, even though I'm, like, working, thank God, blessed, you know, but I I just moved to North Hollywood uh, March of last year. Which, if people don't know, that's, like, the dancer world center. Yes, center. no ho. <laughs> no ho. North Hollywood <laughs> is, still here. aka, Dance Hollywood, Dance City. Is that what it Dance Central, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I used to call it, no, I call it Dancerland. Dancerland. I remember there was someone a few years ago. We had a bit of a, a falling out. I was, it was one of those, like, uh, <laughs> someone I had met out here in L.A. who uh, was, like, very well, he was a, a bit of a celebrity, and um, I had upset him. <laughs> And he's like, enjoy your life in dancer land. Oh my god, do you like, like, like that? And I was like, okay, I will put on my backpack and go back home to dancer land. And I'm like, this is where I'm, it was just really funny because I had explained that I live in dancer land. Right. right? So that's what it reminds me of also. Yeah. What do you feel um, is the biggest lesson you've learned this year? And of course, it's off the cuff. So, you know, what can you think of? 
man. I I think for me personally, one of the lessons that I know I needed to learn because I found myself, that was my weakness. Um, It was how I was talking to myself. And I actually learned this lesson right before the Cave Elite program started, which was amazing because then as soon as I got into that program, everything just resonated. It mm-hmm. was, it wasn't like, I didn't have to like really like, wow, this is the first time I'm hearing this. I'm like, wow, I am just figuring this out and this is exactly what I need. One of the biggest things that I was messing up on is I was just so afraid. Just, I, I had so much fear that I didn't even know a new existent in myself, like, like fear of things that you shouldn't be afraid of, mm-hmm. and really, like, fear is something we just create. It doesn't actually exist. Yeah. It's literally, it's either fear of the past, things that have already happened. So why worry about it? Why are you afraid? Fear <laughs> of the future it hasn't happened yet, so don't be afraid. You know. And then, what else is there? Is the present moment. And really, the biggest lesson I think is to just be present because you can do the most like in that moment rather than spending too much time thinking about the past, thinking about the future. I spent so much time before I actually moved to North Hollywood. And when I first moved to North Hollywood, um, honestly, like, I was probably depressed. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't diagnosed, but if I were to look back, depressed. you know, I, I did not feel happy at all. And I realized I was too focused on worrying about what I wanted and worrying about what has been holding me back, whether it's injury, whether it's school, whether it's people, you know, like blaming it on all these different things. But really, I was holding myself back and I just needed to do. But I guess I also didn't know what to do. And I think that's another thing that we can touch on is that a lot of people don't know what to do. So once you get rid of that fear, you know, start changing the way you think because that'll change the way you act, like change the way you perceive reality in your life, you know, because really your life is just the way you perceive everything. So for me, once I changed my perspective, I was like, okay, now I have a great outlook. Now I can actually be able to apply myself fully. That was so distracting. Gordon is (laughs) baby hairs. My baby hairs. Baby hairs. They're vicious. Oh my God. That's nothing. What do you say? That is nothing. You're so distracted. I apologize. Keep. Um, what was I saying? No, you're talking about um, changing your mindset and that creating. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, and then once you once I feel like once you find out like uh, how you how to apply yourself properly and start doing and really working on yourself as a person not just focusing on dance, 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 dance. I just need to be in every single class. Like one, work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. If you if you are a hard worker, you can work hard all day. That's not gonna change. But you need to work smart so that you're not wasting your time or your energy because you know those are your limited resources. So I'm gonna go on that actually. And I remember always hearing work smart and it would drive, I completely agree with you. And it would drive me crazy. Same, it took me I, had, I was like, what do you mean work smart? <laughs> so break down for you, like what some of the actions were for you working smart and feel free to- What changed? In. Yeah, okay. like what, like I, you know, taking every class, um, I started taking classes from people who either had a technical thing I needed to pick up or right. were working in the industry. Right. Yeah. Well, for me, I, I really just thought, okay, what do I need to work on? 
first and foremost, okay? Whether it was things I need to work on as a person, I'm like, okay, well, what do I need to do in order to fix that? Whether it's me being lazy or me being a procrastinator, yada, 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 you know, working on things. And then also, as far as dance-wise, like that, taking classes, why am I taking these classes that I'm taking? What What is my goal? Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like setting goals is so important, not just uh, doing yeah. aimlessly, you know? So you have direction and you know when you're drifting away from your path. Because if you have direction, you know how to stay on your path because it's a clear route, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm taking classes that it's either a choreographer I want to work with, it's a style I want to train in, it's a style I'm bad at, if I need to work on grooves. I was tr- starting to go to Showtime's class. That's something that mm-hmm. was so new to me. I got in that class and got my booty kicked, <laughs> you know? And I feel like, and there was hardly anyone in that class. And it's so crazy that someone who's such an OG has such a small class. Can we talk about that, actually? Absolutely. That's a huge complaint that I hear and I I have, um, that they're OG, like, creators of the styles or people that were there when it was, like... Right, in... Like it shows During time. the upbringing, the yeah. creation of hip-hop. Yeah. Awesome. Or, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, on that subject, I think that um, what people get confused is, uh, you know, versus the OGs taking their classes versus uh, the new stuff is that people will get it in their head that, oh, the new stuff, the new choreographers, I need to be in with them because they're the currently working choreographers. True. This is true. Yes. But your OGs... Um, one big thing that I've been hearing lately that is, I, I honestly think is so true is that you need that foundation. You need that. You need to get in those classes, not because, oh, Showtime's going to book me on a job. Like, no. You need to get in that class necessarily, not necessarily for the job, but you need to get in it for yourself, for your foundation. For the art. For, for right. um, like, yes, for the art, but also for you, like, to be a better dancer, a more um, refined dancer, and a more... Uh, knowledgeable dancer. Yes. You know what I mean? So so if you are only taking new school guys, you're only you're not you're getting just the end product. You're not really getting You're getting variation. You're getting variation. At the end of yeah. the day it's it's like take I mean, you, yeah. we already know this is a whole This is a sticky subject. Yeah, also, sticky, this is a sticky subject, but you know, I really feel like what it is is that there is hip hop, true hip hop dancing, mm-hmm. and then there are styles that have very different individual styles that have stemmed from hip hop mm-hmm. that we not, can't necessarily claim to be hip hop, but because studios say this, these are the hip, the hip hop classes, and if those teachers aren't teaching you real like OG hip hop, then you know the people who created hip hop say, well, that's not hip hop, so why are you claiming that? Yeah, you know that's, but, that's funny. But I mean, you can't say it's necessarily people's fault who are teachers because they didn't you know they didn't choose that but what I think is great is to just say you know these are individual styles like nowadays like it's so what free we call it? I, I, like, I don't think we, we do? I mean I don't think we need to call it anything Gordon is about to pass out I mean, <laughs> he's stressed I, well I just I just think that like for example I think to solve it don't claim hip-hop don't claim anything that has an actual like you can't claim foundations if you're not doing foundations right i.e. hip-hop i.e. hip-hop or you know it, yes basically or or I jazz because funk. It's, if there's no jazz and there's no funk in it yeah well that too the same 
same thing can apply. It's just that hip hop is more of an issue Listen. right now in <laughs> like the whole industry. But for example, you can like going to movement lifestyle. They don't say hip hop class, this class or that class, unless it's unless a it's foundation or technique yeah, class. Smart. They just put who the teacher is. So if you know that's what you want to take, you go take from that person. Not because you want to take a hip hop class or this class, you know. All right, Gordon, go, Gordon, Yo, before you pass out. In my, in my, oh opinion, my god, you're sweating. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sweating because this, this gets me. Yo, I can't. I honestly just, I don't understand the fact that why people feel like hip hop is one thing. It's not. Hip hop has always been freedom. It's always been a free style. It's always been people will judge hip hop based on the music. They'll be like, oh, it's hip hop because you're dancing to a rap song. You know what I mean? But there's people like. It's rap hip hop. Like, you know what I mean? And then you get into that. You know what Girl, I'm saying? Girl, we're talking about dance. Like, uh, I can't that's, speak a whole music. Nother, that's a whole other topic <laughs> that honestly, I'm not a musician. I can't yeah, get into it like that. That's but, not my lane. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. I feel like hip hop dancing, old school hip hop, new school hip hop, yada yada. It is all. It's hip hop. There's different. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? There's different um, inspirations with it. For instance, tourography, quote unquote, is like, it's it looked at as hip hop, but really that's more jazz. That's more lines right. and za, za, right? right? But it's looked at as hip hop. So who's to say it's not hip hop? It's, it's hip hop, like it is, because of what you do with it and how you how you express it. Sure, it's hip hop. It's just a different way of expressing it. And I feel like, for someone to say that that's not hip hop, like what? No, you can't. You can't do that. You. It's just someone. Now, now, what I do agree on is that you need your foundation. You need your knowledge. You need to be in those classes. To, for instance, I'm in. Ta- I'm taking Josar, um, Josar's class, and he does a move, and he's like, and Jojo Diggs happens to be in the class, and he's like, hey, Jojo, what's the name of this move? This is House Inspired. She's like, oh, this is called such and so. And we do it. And now you know. Shout you know out what to I mean? Jojo, whom I also interviewed. Shout out to Jojo. Hey. hey let's go. Man. Let's go. Who else? Let's keep it. Who else? You know what I mean? Keep those shout outs coming. That's what I'm saying. Like, who's to say, Jozar, now he is very lines. Mm-hmm. He's very clean. and he'll But he'll do it to a classic hip-hop song. And is it hip hop or is it not hip hop? Because it's line, like, no, it's hip hop. Like he he knows what he's talking about. He learned. He took his foundation. Why can't it be hip hop? You know what I mean? And so I feel like I feel like I don't know. A lot of a lot of dancers get so touchy on that. And I'm like, yeah. yo, chill. Like it's not even like that. Like we're not trying to disrespect the culture. It's not that. We're just. It's, you have to understand that things evolve. You have to understand that things change. Like over time, they just do. They don't ever stick. Yeah. To just the same, like there's when always When it came variations. from a freestyle, yeah, it came because from a it didn't start with a technique. Mm. Yeah, as far as like, for you example, breaking, you have Latin, you got La- Latin ballroom, or you have ballet, jazz. You know, all these stem. There was a an exact way to do everything. There was a right and a wrong. So, oh, so I gotta, I gotta jump in, <laughs> and I'm not. Um, I feel like what you're saying is like we all just come from different places also Mm -hmm. and I think that impacts it a lot so I came up in so I'm not saying mine is right I'm saying this is the perspective that I have that I think that might represent a body of people um I completely hear what you're saying and I get sometimes feeling stuck because I'm like well I just want to create and this is hip-hop like the music I'm dancing to but right like I want to evolve on what I learned but right Hip-hop, for me, I grew up in New York City, and some of my teachers were there when hip-hop was really becoming a style, and they were there with those original artists, 
And there was just, at the time, certain types of movements that you had, and then they had names on it. But the thing that kept hip hop evolving was in the culture, you battle or you freestyle or you go to parties and freak it. And it wasn't about looking the same. Right. If I'm wrong, somebody like send me an email and we can talk about it. But <laughs> it was about let me take what you're doing and make it better. And mm-hmm. that's why it evolved so fast. But it had a, a straight lineage. And then if you wanted to go back into why people were moving the way they were to hip hop and everything, you go into West African, into salsa, into different styles and um lineages that were in New York at that time. Right. Like people didn't start moving a certain way out of nowhere. Um so coming out of that and then all of the the struggle involved and the best dancers like we might not ever know like they aren't professional dancers necessarily but there are a few that are still out there to see everything that they've done and then see people out there who i don't think have learned any of it the actual where hip-hop came from right and they're just throwing some moves and that's what it it looks like i could be wrong but it looks like moves and lines on hip-hop and calling it hip-hop it kind of feels like raping a culture I, yeah. I think that no different than you just said that mm-hmm. in New York, right? In right. America. Now, you got styles from Africa. You got styles from where all overseas. Why, why is it all hip-hop then? When it's, uh-huh. all, it's all from all over the place. Now, what I know is what I know. Mm. My experience is my experience, no right. matter what. If I learn something and it has a flavor to it, an inspiration to it that is hip-hop-based, why can't it be hip-hop? Why can't it be? Why does it have to? Like, for instance, your hip hop mm-hmm. does it have a specific? If I'm not, if I'm not doing hip hop, what am I doing? Tell mm. me, what am I doing? Well, I think that's actually a question for right now. Is what are we that's, doing? Yeah, <laughs> no, that, yeah. it's really like a it question is a for question. everyone. <laughs> because that that's the problem. It's because there is no title. There is no name for it, so no one knows what to call it besides hip hop. Although hip hop does have specific dances in it, if you want to say like the 80s like and 90s you want to say the running man or the alf or right. uh, the shamrock which actually might not be from hip-hop because i believe it's from um la and you see it more in popping but then it was in hip-hop called the shamrock um the toe walk like their dances with Boogie, like and you know like they're and a lot of those have like come back with like new names or whatever but <laughs> that's besides the point <laughs> but i mean I just don't see the point in there it being like hateful, but I do. I I really have a lot of respect for the OGs, and I, all I know is if I let's say I create a style or me and you know my peers created a style, and so far down the line it's so watered down because I see some of the people who are teaching hip hop classes, little hip hop classes, and it's not to say if there's anything wrong with what they're doing, but. If I was to watch that, and that's the style I, you know, helped create, then I, 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 I would probably be offended. Just being real. And I mean, but that's, that's not like you can point the finger and blame right. anybody. It's just that we're so free. We're artists. And the problem is that with art, like, you know, people get real sensitive about their shit. Oh, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. it's... We just like need to just be more free about it. Like maybe we call it like, for example, there was ballet. Ballet right. is ballet, but then there's contemporary ballet. There's modern. There's different styles. I mean, not modern has technique, but like let's say contemporary or lyrical. You know, those stem from ballet. It has ballet roots, mm-hmm. but it's not ballet. 
But there's a name for it, and it's free. You can't, anyone can do any type of contemporary, and you can't tell them that's not contemporary. And it's because inspired. It's by inspired by ballet, music. and everybody knows that. So maybe we just need a name for all these new, this free form movement that is inspired by hip hop and other street styles. So my question, I remember taking ballet before taking jazz before, and then jazz was in. The jazz we know today is the jazz. It's, was it's different, it. yeah. But the point is that we always had to have the building block. So before I could go and call myself a jazz dancer, I'd have to be a ballet dancer. Right. So do you think that there just might be a lack in sometimes hardcore hip hop training? Or yes, no, absolutely. I say yes, and I also think. <laughs> and let's think and of a solution. I, I always think. I always think that. Also, like. <coughs> I don't know. I constantly hear a lot of OGs and a lot of people in general trying to compare hip hop to these technical styles, ballet. Like, I, it's just something different in my mm. opinion. It's just different. It's not. It doesn't need to have the qualities that ballet has. And like, hip hop's a very freestyle. You have popping, you have locking, you have breaking, you have voguing, you have all these things that are hip hop inspired. No, in they're not. They're not. It's no. Okay. No, no, no. What it's is okay. It? Like, not to, no, but, but I think though? that's how a lot of people view so, it. But if it's not, then, then why do people? Why do people? Why would people they teach? Don't know. But they incorporate it in their stuff, and like I don't it. see. I don't see a problem. In yeah, it's the thing I is, people. The thing is, we like. Okay, when hip hop first started, they were only doing hip hop. But when nowadays, oh well, well <laughs> maybe not. But like they were when they, what they're calling hip hop, it was all it was the same style. But now it's like people. Are, and they're from that area mm-hmm. of New York, is where I was told it's was started correct me if I'm yes. wrong that's what I was so what? told mm-hmm. but nowadays people have so much knowledge especially in LA of so many different styles from so many different people from so many different places mm-hmm. and they like it they like to incorporate it in their own movement their freestyle has become their choreography and the way that they move and that mm-hmm. that's just freestyle you know program. but yeah. if it's mainly hip-hop inspired or they usually you know that's the, what they like or you know they are a street dancer then people usually will just call it hip-hop even if it does have voguing in it they'll throw in a voguing move because they want to incorporate all of their knowledge and their their own story you know what it seems like is there might be also like a a disconnect like we don't have one body of, of knowledge and education on this so when you come out here as a dancer from wherever you grew up you have what you grew up with exactly that's and then all you, you come here and you might be told you're right or you're wrong and mm-hmm. then it's like what do we do with it do you think right. that there's something in dance education that could be implemented to regulate it a bit more or like what's not working right now that maybe has us I, I think just opinions, man. I don't know. Because like I said, if, if I see styles, I travel the world and I learn a little bit of African and I learn a little bit of, I don't know, I go to some, some drag parties and I learn some voguing and I, like, I want to incorporate it in my, in my class. Like, I just don't, to. I should be able to without being ridiculed for it. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's my experiences and it's what I want to share with you. And I just feel like, I feel like you can't, like, look down upon that, really. Like, it's, it's just unnecessary. And I'm like, yo, I'm just trying to share what I know. I'm just trying to share what I know. Have like, you been you know critiqued I mean? before or ridiculed before and you felt like you'd, like... Um, not me personally, at least to my knowledge, but right. I've seen other people. <laughs> but I've seen other people that'll, that'll get looked down upon because they teach something. And I'm like, yo, this person may not be a voguer, but they learned this one vogue move in a class... 
by right. someone who is, and they wanted to put it in their piece, and then like they're like, hey, here's this Vogue section, and then it's like, oh, but you're Vogue. It's like, oh, uh, dang, chill. Like, yo, she just showing. You know, what like, she like I just, like, you know I really I mean? enjoyed that move. Yeah, like, and that I wanted one, like, to continue to do that. Like, so why can't? Yeah. I, why should I be looked down upon because I, I think share the that. real problem is in claiming. And then, as far as dance education, not honestly, not everyone cares for the knowledge, which is unfortunate. But True. not every dancer cares to have that knowledge and that foundation. And that's just the reality of it. So, I mean, I mean, it, I don't think it should be as extreme as, you know, you need to take foundation classes before you can get into these choreography classes. Right. As if, you know, it was a technical ballet style. You know, I mean, I don't think it, as artists and from the, you know, the way it was stemmed, I don't think that's necessarily right, you know, to tell people they can't take, like, these different styles. Anyways, but... They're, they're, I think it needs to be pressed more or more suggested as a whole from studios or from teachers. It need, I think it just needs to, there's this awareness that needs to be created of where the dancing comes from. So, you know? Victor Man, I think what you're saying is amazing, and I'm going to jump in with Victor Manuel. If I misquote you, Victor, I'm going to like apologize profusely, but when I asked him <laughs> about whacking and punking, Victor is a punker um he said it is the expression of oppression and i feel like that could go for a lot of uh urban or street styles mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and from one perspective what i see is that it really does come from oppression and then when one step is taken and then somebody gets a lot of shine for it when the actual scene hasn't or where it comes from doesn't right. that doesn't feel good but that at the same time as an artist all art has always gotten, including ballet, has gotten inspiration from other cultures and right. taken it on, and that's... Sure. So, one thing that I've observed, I'm saying a lot of one thing, is that teachers will come here that are, I find are original, OGs, have a lot to offer, and their classes are not really full, when I think Definitely. that they ought to be full, just so you can get a piece of that. And my question is, maybe is there something that those people can do to better promote to the up-and-coming generation because what they say is that nobody cares they say i'm saying they loosely but i've heard a lot of time like this new generation right. they just don't care to learn yeah Girl, um, let I me mean, say this you got one best example tony's are okay he knows so freaking yeah. much okay mm -hmm. and he resonates with the new school dancers what is it that okay. has him resonate with the new school dancers yeah you tell me i'm honestly not really <laughs> sure i just think that he it's the way he puts it all together you know what i mean he'll he'll take a yeah. class and he'll I, give you african he will give you voguing he will give you all sorts and stuff and guess what it's called it's a hip-hop class but you know what i mean it, uh, but, but, yo wait, go wait, to wait. debbie reynolds and look on the thing but that's, that's debbie reynolds yo. fault i and i know for yeah. a fact he's so knowledgeable he will not just call his class a hip-hop class unless he is teaching mm, just okay sure but what is just hip-hop what is just hip-hop I mean, exactly how do we define that? Point. And That's listen, also another and listen, problem. And listen, defining though, but listen though, and you like never I have to know. Listen one second. You the have to just because it's going on for a while. I feel like you have to give it yeah. a generalization because of the fact that Tony Starr is not always going to teach folking. He's not always going to teach African. He's not always going to teach just choreo. But he can break down the he styles will, he's teaching within he, the dance. Exactly. He will give you the bubble. He'll give you the, just. He'll give you the knowledge of what he knows. So it's it's not damn sure ain't ballet. It ain't contemporary. It ain't. Uh, crump, it ain't, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's what it is. It's hip-hop because you don't know what he's going to give you. He's going to give you everything. He's going to give you a lot of inspiration. He's going to give you a lot of 
yeah, stuff, I which think, I feel like it, what that's what I ultimately feel like hip hop is. I feel like it's no. I feel like it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I feel like, well, because wait, 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 no, no, no. Okay, yo, before you, you can't tell no, me no. No, no, it does come from a lot of stuff. But hip hop is not voguing. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so let me take styles. out. Let me take out voguing. You can, like, I, I only I only bring up voguing. Only reason why I say that is because I see it a lot now in, in um in people's. People are incorporating it in their right. hip hop pieces that are mainly hip hop, and then they'll have a section of voguing. And I just see that now because people are doing that with Crump now. People have been doing that with popping. People, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? They'll add little, they'll have hella lines and stuff, and then they'll be like, wow, Vogue. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, boom, this is a buck step. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they'll, they'll just incorporate And you're saying, shouldn't we be able to do that? Yeah, yeah. and I'm just saying, like, yo, why can't I? It's not an easy answer. It, yeah, it, it, no, there's it, no right there's, or wrong I, to I think. No one has a problem with the freedom of it. I think it's the claiming. And the credit. The credit. I think that's all it is. Like, for example, I think Tony's Art really is just the ideal example is that, one, he actually has knowledge on all the, you know, in the history and actual training with these people who, you know, really created these styles and he's been around to learn all this before he's teaching it and incorporating it, you know? So he, and he doesn't, it's just, you, <laughs> he's an he, like, no, he I, understands I don't, both. He, he understands he both. He really worlds. does. Yeah. Because it's not, you can't tell me from it's anyone's <laughs> fault. I know. Get him on here. I really can tell me. Honestly, this you is can just explain all of this. He, he can tell me, he can break this down. <laughs> I'm going to get Tony, whatever it's <laughs> Down. Completely. Yo, I understand clear. people like may disagree or agree with me, but I, I'm not. Just to go back, I'm not saying voguing itself is yeah. hip hop. I'm not trying to say like these certain styles are hip hop. I'm just saying when you incorporate it all into one thing, it kind of gets tossed into the hip hop bubble. You know what I mean? It tends to because people yes. don't know. Because people, but don't it's know. street styles. I think. We can say street styles yeah. because some people all will disagree, but I think street styles is cool, right? Sure. It, it's broad enough. All right. Hey, what what class are you taking it's, today? I'm taking street styles. Like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> well, because like, it's just really broad because you don't necessarily know it, it could be it could be hip hop, it could be voguing. Like, but that's you don't that's you don't what know saying, what you're though. gonna hip-hop get is necessarily broad these days. It's filled with so much influence these days is like how can so how can ogs connect with this generation because i'm seeing that they're that's what's lacking disconnect there is just a straight up disconnect and i want to also acknowledge you right here and for anyone listening wherever you locate your own opinion um gordon and kachi are being very brave to stay right so please so personally as gordon and kachi i feel like it kind of just this is just getting a little test of where people are right especially with our generation we're 22 uh new to the industry well i mean i don't know how you would if you would call yourself but i i feel like i'm new to the industry and honestly still new to a lot of styles yeah so this is this is my observations of my peers and my environment and my own experience and my own knowledge. Yes. So, I mean, that's all I can really say. Exactly. Um, and it's just really just me sharing what I'm seeing in the industry. 
and, and this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Yo, don't be a hardworking dancer. Be a smart dancer. Mm-hmm. Get in all your classes. Learn all of your foundations. That's being a smart dancer. That's only going to develop you to be a lasting dancer in this industry. You're not right. going to just be the talk of the blah, blah, blah. The talk of the town. Yeah, the talk, talk of the, of the town, town. And then the nobody blah, blah, knows blah. about you <laughs> <laughs> when the next dancer comes around. But I'm saying, like, learning your foundations, I feel like, like I said, Tony Starr is a great example. He knows everything. I mean, he's been doing this. And he can throw you some choreo, and he can choreograph a tour. He could, he can dance with them people. He's just from a different. He, he just, yeah, he's, he's just, just, he's just a mega dancer. You know what I mean? So, but how can other? And if there's no answer here right now, then okay. But the question I want to give you, or the challenging one, is how do OGs co- connect with this right. stage? Because I also think that the dancers that are coming up, it's hard to make sense of it when you come from a different time. Yes. Wait. Oh, my God. This is so relevant. So, talking to uh, Showtime, mm-hmm. actually, uh, and my, my experience with him and where I was at in my career at the time, I, I found myself really torn because, one, uh, you know, is it... I mean, I, I've never danced just because I want to make money off of it, you know? But it's this is this is the reality of it, is if you want this to be your career, there's certain things that you need to think about and decide if you're willing to do those things and know that it although it is your art, which makes it really difficult, are you willing to do these things in order to make it your career? Because that's another thing. Um, he was telling me, like, it, it's about the dance. It's not about these jobs, this job, that job. You don't train to do this job and that job. You do it for the dance, right? And the respect for that art that we have. But you also have to, you know, I think some people also, I mean, they don't see that side. I think this younger generation, um, honestly, because had I not met Showtime, I probably wouldn't have known myself. Mm. I wouldn't have ever been exposed to what it's like for an OG, their perspective. And I think there there's certain things about the industry that drive dancers, the young dancers especially, because they come here and they see, these are the jobs I want to book because that's my dream. How do I get there? They're not worried about the dance. Mm. They they stopped. When they were in their hometown, they loved it. They were like, man, I just want to dance. I love this. I'm so passionate about it. I just, I, you know, that's, it was for the love of the dance. They move here. They're focused. They say, I want this to be my career now. What do I need to do to achieve these dreams, you know? And I think sometimes they don't see how knowledge of the foundation is going to help them. Yeah. in that process or they don't Gordon care for it has a hand up I, yes. just, sorry, <laughs> I, I love that you raise your I hand I just don't want to cut anybody off no, I, I no that's great it. but um I just like Very I polite. just think that a way to connect that that our generations would be to um Ooh. I feel like it's I feel like it's an really here. no not a suggestion answer. I have an uh, a theory, yeah, a theory. <laughs> a thought. I just think that it, it takes two you know, mm-hmm. and I think that the younger generation needs to be smarter and they need to understand that you can't just, you need a foundation. You need to learn from these people who have been there. Well, like I said, well, you need a mentor. Why do you need a mentor? Because they've done these things already. So why would you take class from an OG? Because, man, they were, they've been doing this. You need to learn this. You it's need exciting. to learn these things. You know what I mean? exciting. I yeah, was always you, hyped about finding, yeah, like, right? the next, you know, person exactly. that's been there or whatever. 
in, in like in as far as the OGs, from the source. Yes. yes, you want it straight from the source. And as far as the OGs go, I feel like they While they're um, around. I mean, ooh, that too. That's. I mean, that's. I think that's another. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I just feel like also the OGs feel like time is so limited. Yeah. And they feel like it's such a waste if they can't pass on their knowledge and being like the primary source. So what I would for that say, information to be able to pass it on to this generation so it can continue to live on yeah. correctly. So or what I would as, say as for the OGs it, you know? is to understand the time that they live in and to understand social media and to understand that there's a way to get you out there and put put back like get that back I mean it's just it's just the time we live in is that um, these new school dancers are really on top of their social media their Instagrams and all that stuff and it's, which is so which hard is crazy you grow up in it right? and it's hard it's hard when you don't grow up in it so I understand it like I get it but I just think that if you know like I said it takes two and I think effort needs to be made on both sides and because um, again there's OGs I consider I consider uh, like Tony's are an OG I consider oh, wait it just paused the thing that's crazy is that, like, to me, no disrespect, just because of the time I came out here, I wouldn't look at him like that, but people consider OGs. Yeah. Sorry, like, I consider OG was, like, like 20 years older than me and above, right. and now it's, like, changed. So just to, wait, just make one distinction, we're using OG very loosely, and they're dancers, I mean, they're people in their 60s and 70s and 80s right. out there that we're referring to people that are even, much younger than that. Oh, sure. And I mean, OG I'm much is. younger than, I'm much younger than a lot of people. Yeah. So to me, my OG, OG is, Tony Zara's an OG to me. So, you know what I mean? He's, <laughs> I'm young, I'm young, yo, I'm well, young. Well, I, I so. mean, I would consider like Sugar Pop, yeah. Showtime, OG. I, but I that's what they have uh, to say. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I mean, yeah. it's semantics. They are but, too. Okay. Like, like Sorry, I said, I mean, like I said, it's no, just. I'm setting up. <laughs> oh my god, this conversation. <laughs> this we conversation break. Is <laughs> 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 we're all sweating. <laughs> <laughs> we're all like dripping sweat trying to get what we want to say out. Trying to figure out. This subject is so it's vicious. Heated. It's vicious. It's heated. It's heated. Because it's so, it's in the heart, you know? Man, like I said, and that's another thing that's like probably an issue is that so many opinions on it, so many different views on it. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, so many people see it so differently and so many. Yeah. You know what I'm we're saying? We're just having so, the conversation. Yeah, we're just, like, talking right. about we're like, just bringing it up. It's not, it's it not like, hey, like, discuss. please don't shoot me because of how I feel. <laughs> no. like, again, I will tell you this. I've only been out in, in um, Los Angeles for three years. Okay, so I only know so much. I'm not going to act like I know like sorry excuse right. my language I'm not gonna act like I know who OG you know all this stuff like I'm not about to be that guy forgive us for what yes, we do not know for, forgive me for what I don't that's know that's a good one please yes. I, I love saying no that's it forgive me for what I do not know what I don't know I'm just speaking on some things that I see and some things that I may feel yeah. in the moment and yeah so with that being said I just think that you know you you just need to you be a smart dancer and for my new new school cats and for my old school, I just think that, like you know, Loki, like just kind of like, <laughs> honestly, get, put yourself out there more so that we know about you. I mean, like you know so what I'm saying? That, like I know that's the I think I want to like get the an answer from somewhere on this. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, and wait. Tell me if I'm wrong. It seems almost like natural, and y'all have like the finger on the pulse of social media. Like you get it. Yes. I grew up, and I, I consider myself middle school. <laughs> like, not old school, not new school. Uh, middle school. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, uh, wait, just <laughs> let's just take a break. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. I think you both represent different sides of this conversation. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like I just hate, I only, I only get like this because I hate the people that look so negatively at it. And I'm just like, yo, it's I mean, not even like you know that. me, it's I'm peace, like love, unicorns, and butterflies. <laughs> yes, that's you. So I, I mean, I love and respect everybody and I, I have no type of hate towards anybody. I'm just kind of, you know, yeah. in between and observing. Yeah. And I, just, I just know that personally for me, I... Like, I get influenced by so many different things, man. I get, I get freaking legit, like, little, like, there's a wave, like, there's a freaking, I might even throw a damn pirouette in my choreo for all I know, you know what I mean? And, like, I'm gonna teach a hip hop class at the end of the so day. So, this is, you know what I'm saying? For me, but I, he, I, if I'm not hearing you, I'm sorry to say I hear you if I don't, but I really feel that I do hear you. And I do sit down, and as I'm addicted to my Facebook watching these posts, I'm like, damn, some people are coming with so much fire. You can, um, it's like when you're, if you're raising a child, not putting down, but you're raising, dancers are, we raise each other. Yes. If you're raising somebody, you do it with love. And if you just yell at a child right. with, mm-hmm. the, with the hottest fire you ever have, like, that's just harmful. That's just spinning. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. That, but, oh, I'm not okay too. So there's that. I'm like, I don't have to get up. When you communicate from that place, how can you expect anyone to listen? Yeah. But from, because I have a little bit of that in me. I, like, I have a something in me that I'm surprised by because I was raised from, I think, a more strict generation. Yes. What it is to me is like, I associate hip hop, and this is just my view, and I've been giving shit before, just so you know. There's a teacher yeah. I respect that I was like, you know, talking about teaching. She's like, well, what do you want to teach? And I was like, this, and I'm like, hip hop. She's like, well, when I look at you, I don't see hip hop. Like, I'll never forget that. And I was like, oh, no, I'm bad. My, my, my bad. My door knockers are missing. My fucking Adidas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like. I like, and for me, I'm not the person who studied everything down to the absolute T, but like, you know, I went to my hip hop class, but then I was like, like at house parties and I was in like when like the music and the dances were coming out and I saw these like these kids and the people I danced with had fucking most of them had nothing they would go and dance on the street for money because they had no like they would starve if they didn't and like that was like we were in the like and then we go to house parties and like we had like I'm not saying I'm Maybe I sometimes feel better because of that, actually. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm saying that's just my experience. But right. it was, like, like blood in it, you know? Right. And you have... You said it. My experience. Your experience. It was my experience. But I saw the... Di- like, people that are... Now I can use that word. Like, disenfranchised. They're never going to get out here to Hollywood. When I see people... And they, like, fucking lived it. People that aren't even going to take the time of day to learn about the culture that that dance came out of. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, hip-hop, to me but I come from New York, but it came up in New York after the disco era. End of the 70s, early 80s, it started coming out, and it came from what was coined as hip-hop music, and you had your party dances that were made out of it, and that's just the lineage with the steps coming from influenced by party dances of the time. So party dances Mm. even from the disco era and social dances, um, some salsa and West African roots. And then you had all the different styles that were popping up. So you had voguing and breaking and all these different styles at the same time, but it was much more segregated, and we didn't have all these different avenues to mix it. Also, voguing, that's yeah. a truly disenfranchised scene. I think it's, like, the worst of the worst, people that are disowned by their family, and they, like, live that life. Like, that's all they have. And then to see when somebody can make it and teach it, or, like, you've made it out here and we can make a living off of it, but we're not... I'm, I'm using we loosely and boldly... 
we're not always paying homage to where we got it from. Right. That's what I have a problem with because there are people who are like dead now that like lived it and I feel like we're their voice. So what I'll right. say is I personally for me, A, I'm so open to learning everything. Mm-hmm. For any OGs out there or anybody who knows a lot about the certain foundations, like just for the record, I'm what I consider a smart dancer. I will learn that yeah. shit. Like what I don't know, and if I sound ignorant for what I don't know, then excuse me and please teach me knowledge instead of yelling at me, instead of telling me I'm, yeah. like, whack or whatever. Like, show me what I'm missing out on and it's what just, I'm doing wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Approaching it from a place of love rather than a place of hate. I think because, that's- and mm-hmm. that stems from being hurt and offended. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. mean, yeah, so, which is relatable. I mean, it's understandable and we're humans. You know, especially because we're artists and we're sensitive about our shit. <laughs> we, it's like, it's so quick. You just even have the wrong tone about something and we're so, we feel it so deeply. Yeah. So I, I really, yeah, I mean, there, there could be the solution. One, to bridge the gap, younger generation, you need to care. Like, you should care <laughs> about what the, you know, where the moves Come from. You're doing where? They, where do they come from? Where? Who did they come from? And why? You know? Because I mean, if you look at dancing all around the world, every like moves stem from real experiences. They're insp- inspired by everyday life. Yeah. And struggles or celebration. I mean, in any culture, there's purpose for every dance. Yeah. And so if you really are an artist and you really care about dance, you should care about the inspiration and what the yep. purpose was for that dance. It also makes you a better dancer, like mm-hmm. a lot. So something, yeah. I want to segue into this and maybe the next topic. I love your use not, of segue. <laughs> segue. No one uses that word. <laughs> Somebody told me it was Maria who interviewed that I'm the only person she's heard in the last five years use cool beans. Really? No, and I didn't even, oh my I god. Cool beans okay. regular. I didn't even for a while. Okay. I retired it, though. I didn't realize I was using it, even. (laughs) Um, So I'm hearing that everybody looks the same. And what... I'm going to just throw that out there. I hear that. It's young generation. I feel like that's in L.A. You go to New York and you you see styles. You see people with their own individuality. And... um, Maybe YouTube and classes in L.A. Yeah, YouTube and you're watching YouTube. You're you're seeing a lot of people who want to, like hop on board you know what I mean with what they think is cool yeah so that might be where all the similarities are all the people who have the similar does everyone want to look the same like I'm just quite like hey you can't ever say everyone I I just think some people you can't speak on other people right I think it comes from one not if you don't like if you didn't come one a lot of people in the industry do not come from a freestyle background true um I personally didn't same so I have a different experience with industry than a lot of other people and my like I mean freestyle for me has been a journey whereas some people in hip hop or in street styles in this industry they came from freestyle so they already had their own original way of moving but if that's never how I moved until I started to learn about it it it's a journey to find your own movement and that's what and that's what I'm saying. But like, you have so many I we can't help but be inspired by the people we're learning from. 
so that I think a lot of people, uh, they take so much style mm -hmm. from the people they're learning from and make it like they sometimes they really like a certain person's yeah. style. They really take on that style. So when they do move, it looks like that. So it's person. like, how are they not going to? Right. Like, how are you gonna? Because like, everything's so stylized, yes, rather than like being able to like freak one move a million different ways. You you know you can put your own sauce on it. But some people take other people's sauce, maybe you could say, so that it looks similar. Again, like back to what Kachi originally was saying was your experiences. So if you only experience, and again, this goes back to being a smart dancer. If you experience and you're taking only certain classes, right? Then you're gonna just naturally look like those people you know what I mean like that's all you know that's all you know that's all you've experienced that's all your body has done that's why you need to open yourself up that's why you need to open yourself up to way more styles you need to take the new school classes you need to take the old school classes you need to take the classes that aren't even your style you need to be in ballet right. you need to be in contemporary you need to be a well-rounded dancer you need to be an experienced dancer in movement quality and that will from there you will find your own originality right. you'll take all of those things you'll be like how does this work on my body and you'll turn that into you and then from there you can teach that to people in all the styles and all the knowledge you've learned which i feel like is again this man tony czar has done <laughs> that perfectly what are the pressures that you experience from your peers slash competition, real talk? And what are some of the pressures that you feel from either people above you or people that look up to you? That's a lot. Oh, that's man. Lot. That's, but that's, a, that's a great that's one a great to touch on. Um, okay. We'll start, with, we'll start with, uh, <laughs> with peers. Wow. It's, it's so bittersweet, actually, uh, in this industry. I mean, personally, I'm, once again, I'm still pretty new. But, but that's perfect. It's, like, how it's, often do we get to hear from right, like that? You know, someone's story. So for me, I mean, I felt from my peers, I I felt like one when I first was starting to dance out here. No, I mean, I would roll up to class looking like a damn bum. <laughs> anyway, I still do, and, <laughs> and you know. Back then, nobody even knew I lived here or that I would take class ever. I took more class back then than I do now. Mm. And nobody knew I even... People, when people started first noticing me, they were like, are you new here? I'm like, I've been in class. I've seen you before. <laughs> you know? But people didn't take notice yet until I, I made certain changes. So there's also, I mean, not necessarily Can from my peers, there's... that also. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not necessarily there was pressures from my peers to make changes, but when I did make changes, there was a difference in the way people responded to my presence. Do you mean finding presence. your... Does the guy call it finding your look? So yeah, like no. You found, like, to the T, like... Really? Finding, yeah! Oh, it was, um... Yeah, oh my God. And even Antoine, like, has... I hope it's okay to say it, but, like... He commented like you found that you found the it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, I, and I, I think that's a key too. Well, anyways, back to the question. If you look at Kashi, she's just always put together. You're like, damn you, like okay, mm -hmm. fine. Aww, no, but like, sorry, but yeah, <laughs> you're, you're always put together, and it's like you found what also what works for you, right? Like you're and, not, yeah, and that, that's 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 another thing is that like 
One. How did you find that? What was that? First, I didn't give a single poop. <laughs> that was what came first. And then when I realized it would be smarter to not just work hard, but to work smarter, to actually care about my appearance because that is the reality of the industry we work in, mm-hmm. is people will book you on your look. People, like, how do you want people to view you based on their memory? When you think of a person, if you can think of any person you know, what is the image that pops up and how do you feel about that person when they pop up in your mind? What words, what, uh, what energy does that bring, mm-hmm. you know? So you have to find that for yourself. What, how do I want people to read me? How am I going to express myself? I mean, and just expressing yourself the way you want to, but also knowing that you have to present yourself well and be consistent with that. So how you do know? you figure out what, like... Or is it just this generation? Because there's, like, a joke on on Facebook. So for people that are, like, more my age, some upper 20s, that are... They're, like... I'm sorry, like, me looking fly at 14. It shows some, like, crazy eyeshadow. <laughs> and, like, some spit clothes. Like, we didn't know... Like, are trying hard and looking good, which is different. And now they show, like, 14 looking like Kylie Jenner. And it's, like, we didn't even know how to look like... Man. Like, that's so polished. I'm not I saying know how they're to bad. Put on eyeliner but, until... So how, how do you figure <laughs> it out? I'm so trying to... Well, I mean... Do you, like, go home one day and, like... Well, one, I made a decision that I was going to make it a priority for my career to figure it out. I decided it was really important and it was necessary for me in this industry we live in. So I figured, okay, one, I'm get, how you know, I need to make sure people want. I, I need to look like people. Ha, I need to show up looking like they want to book me. Okay. You want to work with me, and the way I carry... It's not even just about the way you dress, but the way you carry yourself, the way you talk to people, you know, the energy, your presence. How does that read to people, and how does that make them want to gravitate towards you or to work with you, to talk to you? You know, you just kind of have to really think about, like, how you affect everybody. Mm-hmm. And just looking presentable. Honestly, you don't have to look. And he hasn't talked to no one. All right, go ahead. I just, right, just, just, just want to say something. <laughs> no, basically, literally on what you're saying. I just think that also, also, because I have been with you for quite some time, so I've got to see your your glow up, you know. Oh, what you trying to say? No, chill. <laughs> relax, please. But listen, I think that also, you cannot be around the fact that booking a job for Kehlani and being one of two dancers you have to have to maintain a certain uh look image and i feel like you also found yourself through that i swear to god you did like through that job you've gotten i have so much inspiration from her and this is all positive stuff i'm saying Mm -hmm. this is all like i feel like as far as style as far as like just simply caring about what you look like when you walk outside i feel like I feel like for a lot of dancers, that happens when you um, uh, get to a certain, uh, when people view you a certain way. For instance, when she's dancing for Kehlani, the main dancer, you know what I mean? There's two, so, you know, people know your face. You're 50% of the dance You know what I'm saying? You're 50% of the dance for And so people, your face is all over social media constantly on people's pages that don't even dance. So it's like you... I feel like you found it through that as well. And I just think that that has a lot to do with with the finding you. It's like once you 
also like you it, it'll change a little bit once you once you start to book and honestly and once you start to not necessarily once you start to book but like once you Patsy's right here give me that I don't know face <laughs> I mean this is just from this is, this is an observation versus observation. an experience this is observation so, I mean, it's different. this different. is observation outside of what I've just seen because um for those that don't know me and Kaji have been dating for a little while and I've seen you before Kaylani and I've seen you after Kaylani so my observations aren't just I mean, they're coming not, out like, of nowhere, you know what I mean? They're, they're, I've seen them, and I'm, not, and I'm not saying, oh, the only reason why Akashi ever took care of her look is because no. I, I'm not no, saying no, no. that for the record. No. I'm just saying that it definitely inspired you and helped you. It helped you a lot. I swear it did. What's you? I swear <laughs> it did. No, <laughs> that's no, please. You made people, your point. It's okay. People don't no, no, no. take that crazy. No, there's nothing wrong with what you said. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm just, just saying that it's different from my experience. What's your okay. experience? And my, my experience personally was that, uh, I mean, I'm one, the type of person. I, I mean, every day in high school, I wore sweats and a hoodie. <coughs> I would show up to dance class always in a baggiest t-shirt and sweats or leggings like just not caring at all so I had when it came to finding my look I had some work to do because I never cared you know didn't wear makeup like <laughs> basically wasn't built for this industry so I had to really think about okay I need to find my look I really thought about okay well if I were to want if I now that I'm deciding to like take care of or like think about, be more conscious of how I look on a day-to-day basis when I'm going Airbnb, you know? What do I want to wear? What do I want to wear? What kind of vibe? What's my style? What's my vibe? How do I like to dress? And I mean, I personally, I like to have a lot of different looks. One day I'll be like all black. The next day I'll be like all denim. And it looks the like you have fun with it. I want to look like a hippie. Like I don't know. It's just whatever. Honestly, it depends on my mood too, and you know, on resources. You know, finances got to be right. That's another thing. I I told myself, you know, I'm gonna start saving money so I could get rid of a lot of clothes and like invest in better clothing. You know, and even then, it's been a process. Like. When you look back at yourself, eventually in this finding your look journey, you kind of just look back and say, okay, well, I, I like how this looks, or I don't like how that looked, or I don't like, I feel comfortable in where this is going. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, like you start finding your own like nook. So when I, I mean, I started finding it and then I started like getting more into I mean I've always cared about fashion I just never had the finances to do anything about it but I've always like sketched outfits growing up like I always had a sketchbook and you know it was something that I yeah I mean some people aren't into fashion and you don't need to be in order to look good or presentable but you need to know like what what what's gonna make you look like you what's but look presentable that's a good one in that sense because I mean, I could wear some sweats and yada yada and be me and look like me, but do I look presentable? You just have to think about that. What I, You don't need to, like, look crazy every day and, like, wear the coolest outfits all the time, unless you want to, unless that's you, you know? I mean, when my finances are right, that'll be me. I'm going to look tight, okay? But, I mean, you're always, though, you're always put together, and I, I feel like that's... 
um, not a cold way. It's branding and marketing. Like you're not. Yes. We, Which is so important. That's showing up to work in your work. Exactly. And, and that's another, that's another thing is that there are certain people who will take the dance industry more seriously than others. And it works. And you can't, I mean, I, I, I know personally myself, I'd be like, why are these girls showing up to class with makeup on and looking That's like wearing crop tops yeah. and yada yada, looking all cute? I'm like, why? You're just going to sweat and dance and train. But that's because my perspective was so different. I didn't understand the reason behind it and why it's so effective. Yeah. You know, and why it's important. Because in this industry, whether you like it or not, you are your brand, you are your business, and social media is so important. And people are always looking at you, whether you want them to or not. (laughs) If you exist in social media, it's going to happen. And especially if you can use it to your advantage, which you can in this industry, do it because it can help you and bring you so many more opportunities than just what auditions come into your email from your agent. That's a really good one. You know, yeah, because people want to be working with you or people want to do business with you because of you rather than only because you're a dancer and you showed up to this audition, you know, you widen your opportunities and honestly, it's just expanding your workspace, I guess you could say, you know, so it's, I mean, there's, and another thing, there's also like, going back to pressures. Yeah. So we can tie it all back into the original question. Pressures by your peers. Pressures. Hiring you. Yes. So look up to you. Yes. Pressures from peers. I, I mean, I never felt any type of pressure. And let's do pressures from peers, and then Gordon will add. Perfect. And then we'll, yeah, yeah we'll keep. Cool. So, pressures from peers. From my experience, I never felt any kind of pressure until I started um, seeing success. That includes um, competition. Yeah, and competition. I mean, I'm not a competitive person. I am so like, let's all just be <laughs> successful and happy together in love. <laughs> and I'll attest to that. Right? Yeah, it's your... Right? I'm like, let's all just grow together and be so loving and lift each other up, right? But that's not the kind of industry we live in. And I'm trying to change that personally. You know, I'm hoping that every day my energy is going to inspire somebody. You know, even just one person, it's worth something to hopefully change that. Because we can all be successful, because, like I said, there's so many opportunities that you can create for yourself. It doesn't. You don't need to rely on what jobs you're competing with, uh, competing for. You know, that, that those are your only options. But that's, I think, a lot of times the way people are seeing it is you're my competition, and why? Or like you, why are you working this job, and why? Uh, why is this going on for you, or that? You know, yeah. like, and I, I get it. That's in our nature. But I think, I mean, this is my own opinion, of course, but I think, you know, it should be, there just should be more love. But my experience is that I started feeling more hateful energy, Mm. more negative energy from my peers than I did before anything good happened to me. So I felt less like people, you know, you start to realize who's really down for you and who really is just out to get you, you know, or, you know, just 
doesn't care. Do you ever feel both of you like people are ever around you because you started? Oh yeah, there's people who leave your life because you're uh, when you become successful, whether you had to cut them out or whether they left. And then there's people who will come into your life because you're successful. But this is something actually Gordon and I talked about like a while ago. Gordon's given like we're just so because we're just so over people. Like that song, Fake Love. (laughs) You haven't heard it. Yo, here's the thing. thing. Anyway, that's it's like we the day ones. It's all about the The day day ones and the people you meet along the way who really you can create a you know like a lasting relationship with because you know it's beyond anything going on in your life and your career, you know, which is hard to find in this industry. Go ahead, Gordon. Sorry. No, I just, I just, I agree. I just think that, um, I don't even consider myself really, like, crazy, like, up there. Like, Same. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just, You're both on the up mean, and up. I have a, sure, I'm on the up and up, but, like. We're on this slope. We're on the slope. But, you know, I think that it's just, it's funny, sure, but I'm not, I don't really get, I don't really take it like that because, yo, it is what it is. I get it. You get successful when people come to your life. Yeah. Some people leave. It's it just is. what it is. It's been that way. You know it's what like I mean? It's not that serious. And it's not that deep. But, you know, right. what is what is deep to me is that um, just certain people who you who you might consider a day one, right. and then they, they switch up. And that's like, that's what gets me. I'm like, yo, I ain't even accomplished what I'm about to accomplish. <laughs> you already I just you know, and that, and that gets me, but, like, uh, yeah, man, it's, again, like, you know, like, Kachi, I agree with her, so, man, it's all love, and it's not even like that, like, I, I just, I just wish that it wasn't, it the didn't it go is. that way, you know, but, yeah, you know, it, it is, it's like that, and, oh, well, you know, <laughs> so what? I, we're, <laughs> we're trying to change that, because, yeah. you know, we, I mean, I care about the industry, I care about people so much, I'm such a lover of humanity, and, you know, I just, I really care about everybody, whether it, you're an acquaintance, you're someone I see randomly in class, or you're someone who I talk to all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I just, I really feel like, especially people who share something so special, especially, like, this art that we have, like, it's so great when you're in an environment where you can help each other grow, rather than constantly, like, putting each other down. Mm-hmm. Because there's room for success for everybody. What? So we can all actually grow more. So what are ways... More we create that environment. Sorry to cut you off. What are ways that we can... And then I, I definitely want to hear from you, Gordon. What are some pressures mm-hmm. you hear from your peers? Sure. But just, like, just a few words off the top. Um, what are ways that you can support one another in the dancer realm, like, as you're auditioning? Yeah. And- wow. I mean, I, I know one thing that's that I've observed to be... Uh, big issue as far as on the female side of the industry confidence and being uh, self-conscious is in our nature and especially in this industry it's so hard you know people are so quick to put you down so I mean is even as simple as just like giving out compliments or lifting each other up like you know like that was really tight that was really dope or like you know, if some, you see someone struggling in class, I don't know, help them, you know, or speak up more. Don't be so much to yourself, because a lot of people in this industry also, we're not bad people. Mm-hmm. I don't really think anyone's a bad person. I just think that a lot of times 
we don't know how other people perceive us. So if we're very closed off, that already is read a certain type of way. People have told me they thought I was, they, I look mean. And then they meet me and they're like, wow, you're actually just a really big dork. And I had no idea until I talked to you. Right, Gordon? Mm-hmm. I'm just a dork. Gordon, oh, what are some, <laughs> thank you, what are some uh, pressures that you feel from your peers? Or do you? Yeah, I definitely feel pressure, man. Um, like you said, we're on the up and up. And, and competition is freaking intense. Like the level of talent and refinement, it's just gone insane. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's wild. But yeah. yeah, don't even get me started on this new generation. <laughs> the new new? Like the, the children? The children children's? It, it just, aside from all that, man, <laughs> like, you, like, yeah, definitely feel pressure. Being on the up and up, people expect a lot from you. They're like, why are you on the up and up? Why are you, right. why are you being talked about? Why do I see you all the time? It, and then, yeah. and, and so when you're in class, sure, there's a little bit of pressure. When you're, like, putting out your next video or whatever piece of work that you're working on, it's a little bit of pressure, sure. But, um, again, yo, I always go back to this. It's so important to have a mentorship. Like, because ment- my mentors taught me, Kalani and Antoine, that, yo, stay in your lane. It's yeah. so simple. Like, you really are doing you, and every dancer is very unique to themselves. And if they're not, then good luck on lasting, because you need originality in this industry. And you need uniqueness in this industry. Everybody's unique, yes. But you need originality. You need to stick to your originality and find you and be you and be okay with you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's what I've learned is to be okay with myself and with what I'm doing and like I see a lot of videos people going off like people that know me Gordon Watkins they know I'm chill <laughs> they know I'm chill and like my as far as dancing I'm very I like smooth things out I don't do a whole lot you know what I'm saying some people might look at that and be like oh but I, the people I'm like how say, are you so clean no I just Wait, like, how are you so I just, clean I just am just I are you like I don't know naturally it's clean? how I am as a person so, too it's how I am as a person like I'm sloppy like it's not I'm like I'm like sloppy like people no. say clean I'm like I'm dirty no you're not man it's not man clean again like again I'm just being me I don't know like I just I really? do what I do like you know what I'm saying I interpret the moves how I interpret the moves and I put them on what I feel like fits best on my body because I also understand my body a lot of people don't understand their body a lot of people don't get how they move and their movement on you know what I mean they they try to do something that necessarily might not work on their movement you need to figure that out you know what I'm saying and I personally take pride in I know my body pretty well so I'll take someone's choreo and I'll understand how to put it on my body and um, hmm. sometimes I don't, but you know, that's, but a lot of times I do, and that's all. I just I have my inspirations, sure, and just like anybody else. But um, I just like to kind of like do my thing, and um, again, like I want to learn everything. I want to learn my foundations. I want to learn all of that and be a refined dancer and well-rounded dancer. But I also still want to be an original dancer and original. So pressures, yes, pressured as hell. To what be about, great. Do you feel pressures from? Uh, the generation that's looking up to you, or do you notice that? Oh, oh man. the most, yes. <laughs> the most. Can you because... just speak like a few sentences on that? Yeah, just real <laughs> fast. Trying to keep it concise real, for the real rest. fast. Um, <laughs> I feel pressure to look like this is just me being honest. Yeah, yeah. I feel pressure to still be. Oh, uh, I don't want to say better, but still like 
to keep ahead. To keep, keep ahead up. of keep that ahead. lower generation. And that's the pressure because damn them up. Fools are good. Like, come what? on, Brayden. Yo, Brayden. Come on, young Brayden the Magnificent. The fool, Brayden. <laughs> Brayden um, is so amazing. Like, he will. He learns from you. Then he moves right past you. He like, and you're he's like, like, all right, cool. And that's a pressure that I honestly thrive off of because I'm like, man, cool. Right. You about to make me good because I can't like have that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm tired. I'm one of those people who honestly, I like. I'm so hype off the young generation, these 13, 14 year olds who are like, it's on So You Think and just slaying life and just tearing it up. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, I'm still, I'm still young myself and yeah. I'm still trying to this do it true. too. Like, I never thought about and it. And they're getting the job. And then they're the six year olds. <laughs> they're probably looking at the six year olds. Yeah, like, man. I'm like, shit. And the six year olds are looking at, okay. And then what about you, Do you, um, outside of what Gordon just said, do you feel any other pressure? Like, I know for me, I, I wouldn't call it a pressure, but. I have I check myself where I used to not check myself because I'm like anything that I say, especially because I do teach yes. children. I'm yes. like that. I think for <laughs> me, I mean, yeah, there's that pressure. I mean, I don't feel it as much from the younger generation in that sense. For me, I, I mean, I'm more so like, I, I feel like I want to learn so much more from the people ahead of me yeah. that I don't really feel pressure from them. I just, I love watching them. Um, I think I feel more pressure as far as how I'm influencing the next generation yeah. or whoever's watching me, especially because I dance with Kaylani, so much of her following other younger girls. And man, that time in their life, I'm telling you like, especially you know from my own experience, that time in your life, you're so sensitive and you're really trying to like, find your confidence you know so what people say to you or like what you're viewing or how you when you view someone as being you know great what they say and what they do is what you think to be great because look at them yeah. you know like they're so great I, I want to be like them or I really am inspired by them so it's like you have to be kind of careful like for me I'm a very liberal person and I'm, I like to be unapologetic but at the same time I don't, like, it can be read wrong easily. So, for the younger generations, I mean, I guess what I really would like to spread or hope that I'm, you know, giving off is that just be you, be confident in who you are and what you like, and be a great person, spread love, and, you know, like, that's it. Yes, yeah, Gordon. And, and just as, um, <laughs> And go for what you want. Go for what you want. Go get it. Yes, go for what you want. And, and as, like, the same as Kachi is all about, like, love and peace and all that, like, me, I'm, yes, I'm like that too, but I also am all, I'm all about, um, the fact that you can learn from anybody and mm. everybody, no matter what they know, you can learn anything, you yeah. can learn something. So I feel like I can learn from the generation. Uh, below me just as much as I can learn from the generation above me. I will learn two separate things right. completely, but I will learn. Definitely. And I will be ahead for that fact that sometimes the problem with the younger generation is they don't want to learn from the older generation. What's it's up some, with that? I don't Why? know. I fr- hey, like it I said, used to be cool. hey, us 90s babies, we right in between. We like, yo, I know that you got so much to offer and I know you got so much to offer. We, we get it from that it, at least I'll speak for myself. I get that. And, um, yeah, I don't know why the younger generation feel that way. I don't know. You know, we have <laughs> you, you know what? Ahead. You know what I think it is? What
what's so great about this younger generation is it's showing us how how absorbent you are when you're at that age and how rapidly you can progress and grow if you are that way even as an adult and you open yourself up the way kids open themselves up and don't um, restrict themselves the way adults do. Adults have so many opinions and they're so quick to be like, no, 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 or like shut things down. Kids, they just do whatever and they, you know, they don't complain about heat. It's, they don't complain about being hot and sweaty in a class. They don't complain about their tire. Like, you know, they, and they don't complain about the mood. They just do. Because they're, and they're full out. Yeah, like they're just so full of life and energy and like, yeah. The, but we can learn so much from that, you know? Yeah. Not necessarily like, we need to learn dance moves from them. We need to learn how to dance. It's more of like, like you, I have so much respect for like these younger kids because it shows me like, wow, if I apply myself the way, you know, have that open, very open and absorbent mindset as a student, I can really grow so much more. And I mean, they also are growing up in a different time where things are completely different, like inaccessible to them. You know, it's yeah. a different, it's a different situation. But it, it's, it, I've, I've personally, that's what I have learned from watching kids. But then, as far as like the older generation, I don't know why anyone would not want to learn from that. <laughs> it, it might really be a matter of communication. Yeah, it's not really, or available. just not even, yeah, not just even knowing don't it's know. Like so I said, that's what I was saying. Like know. the older generation, can you please, like, honestly, please like low key get with get with the times like with the social medias and and let us know about you like for instance like i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say it like there's people i don't i've never taken class from such as sugar pop like you said right like and and i haven't taken showtime and it's just because i don't simply know some some stuff like of when they are even available for me to learn from and and Imagine, and I'm 22. Now imagine a freaking 16 year old. They really don't freaking know. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, imagine a freaking eight year old now who are slaying lives. Like them freaking little kids. <laughs> like they super don't know. You know what I'm saying? But but yeah. but you look at the Instagrams. They got all these followers. They got all this stuff. They know all about all the currency, wild beasts, Antoine, you other people who are on top of their social media. So hey, that's how the younger generation is learning now. That's how they're getting their information. Let me let me tap into that like I said it's two it takes two takes like two. you need I need your help to show me give me access like now I'm more I'm uh more aware of the the uh the knowledge that is being offered and I'm gonna take it like you know what I'm saying simple so like, um, you know great no, 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 that no, was on my old topic my bad no no no, no. <laughs> but I think that's it's well put and I'm also gonna think um if there's anything I can do to connect that that's one of the reasons I have the podcast right even just to start getting to like yeah. the conversations that we're not having very right mm-hmm. so and do you feel any pressure from the older generation <laughs> man yes. what is that Yes. And then I'm going to do some rap-up questions. Okay. Sure. For the show. Well, yeah. yeah. Older generations is basically anything we've been talking about of just simply not being, not knowing what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> but, but, like, it, it's scary to be, like, to think you know something and then an OG comes out and they're like, bruh, you sound stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's scary. That's pressure. And that's, uh... Probably doesn't feel good. That's something that I, but again, I, like, tell me, please, I would rather you tell me than me just walk around 
yeah. stupid. Like you, you know have, what I'm saying? You feel like, this way about me, but you won't say anything. Yeah, like don't don't just be like, oh yeah, you're dope. You're putting out videos, and, what, but no, tell me what's up. What's like, um actually? Yeah, I have. What's a way to communicate like? When somebody has something, let's say older generation, an older generation's huge umbrella. That's mm-hmm. a lot of generations right. within it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they have something to say, like if something has been mistaught, or they just feel like the people in LA, I feel like LA gets so much shine. Mm-hmm. If you're in LA, just somehow this network out here, we have more access to. Right. We just know how to do. I'll say we uh, social media better, just polish better. So you get more voice out here. So what do you recommend the old school or anyone does when they're up there? Maybe they do know better and they have an opinion on it. How do they approach it? Take, take who you have the opinion on and um, say if it's a specific choreographer or video. Mm-hmm. I would say, I again, with Kaji, yo, peace and love, man. Be, don't attack. Like, don't attack. But how do you approach don't. it? Like, if you feel that passionate that they need to Yo, know. just like you would approach anything else. Contact me. Talk to mm. me. Please. I think it's, it's all about the approach. I understand that you don't know what you're doing, and I want to help you so that you are more knowledgeable. So I can change that. So like a private you know? message. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I've seen it Do done where someone has been shot down by someone they really looked up to, yeah. and it was very disrespectful. And I think the first thing you want from the older generation, the pressure I personally feel, mm-hmm. is I really want respect from the people who came before me. I want that respect, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I don't want to offend anybody, of course, you know. So those are the pressures I feel. So if an OG or anyone who came before me in any of these previous generations were to feel a negative way about how I'm dancing, what I'm doing, or what I don't know, it would really hurt to hear them say it in a negative way. Mm-hmm. But damn it, would I love to hear it. <laughs> I would love to hear it and be better. Straight you know? up, man. Like, I, I just think that it, that's all it comes down to. Like, please just talk to me and, and inform me versus um, shooting me down because just like with anything in this world, aside from dance, like, you get discouraged when stuff, when you get shot down. Um, yes, that takes, like, a strong mind, yada, yada, and I take it so harsh. And, but, but there's also a way, like, you can be... Um, you can get your point across and really, like, be stern about it without uh, necessarily, like, tearing someone down. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, you can be like, yo, listen, you simply need to know this, this, and that, and, like, you're you're teaching this, da-da-da, wrong, like, da-da-da-da. You don't have to be like, yo, your style is whack, this and that, and it. you don't have to come at me like that. You could just be like, yo, this is what I want to offer you. And, and I think that the OGs will find that the new generation will love that. They'll be like, yo, this OG is trying to spit some knowledge to me. Like, wow. The o- like, like, you know what I'm this saying? This person like, cares enough to tell me. And yeah. I, yeah. And I, I think what needs to happen is that both sides need to reach out their hands. From the older generation, I feel like they need to make their presence more known. From the, the younger generation, we need to make ourselves more open and more eager mm-hmm. to learn what they have to offer. And for the people who, I mean, for people, I mean, like, people older than us, like your age, people who have been in the industry for, you know, maybe a decade or a little bit less, they know, they already know. It's really just the new people coming up that aren't aware. But those people... 
because they have, especially the people with so much influence, like, for example, Antoine Troop and Klein Marx, they really stress how important that is. And I think more people who have that influence on this younger generation should speak up about it. But in, you know, of course, a very positive and effective way. All right. So rapid fire. And I guess Gordon will go first for this one. How do you decide to produce content? Like, I noticed that you come out consistently with content. Do you schedule it out or, like, I have an off day? <laughs> like, how does that work? Are you, like, hanging out the crib question. and you're like, five, six, seven, eight, let's go to the studio? Wow. Um, actually, <laughs> On point. Actually, about, like, freaking everything you said has happened. All the um, Yeah, there's All been times, the literally, I was downstairs and I would just start busting out moves that no song, no nothing. And I'm like, Kachi, come here, just pick up these moves and then Kachi will add a move and then we turn on a song and it fits to a song and we're like oh snap we've done that before down to um, simply like just being like uh, I just wanna I got inspired by a slow song and it's just my mood I was really pissed once and I made a song to uh, or I made a choreo to a song you like you uh, made a song? <laughs> uh, I made a dang song I no. wanna hear it Freaking, I did a piece to Grammys and I was just like took a different approach to it and I was just like I was upset at the time. It's it, it just like anybody else. You find your inspirations. You find that. It's like just natural for you. I find it so hard for me to like film something. I'll be like, yeah. all right, five, six, seven, eight. All right, let me plan something out for next week so you can have a dancer and like rent out some space and I don't like Yo, it Yo, what, like, what it is is like being okay with the fact that uh, your, your next piece might be better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay. Like, don't yes. be like, yo, this has to be my best work of all time. Ah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all good. Just put it out, have fun, and um, literally be like, I, I post because I want to build myself yeah. as a brand. I use social media as a way to access me because I'm not getting all the auditions. I'm not booking all the auditions. So I don't have, like, means to put myself out there like how some people do who are, like, more successful in those areas. And so I use my Instagram as that. I'm like, yo, no matter what, anybody can see this. So I'm gonna just point. I'm gonna just put this out when I feel necessary, and uh, I try to stay on it. I try to stay on it like at least once a week, or if not, like if I just couldn't get around to it, find finding a dancer to do it with me, or just find an inspiration. Then you know, then oh well, I'll wait until I do. You know. Anything to add on that? <clears throat> what was the original question? How <laughs> do you keep up with your content? Like, how do you make it happen? You. Um, it's definitely been hard for me lately because I really have been away. Um, for me, I think it's... I have ideas about that. Ooh, thank you. But actually, I'll just say, if I were you, I would... And it's easy for everyone to have an opinion when they're not in the actual position. Right. But I would go with the excitement of what you're doing and film the behind the scenes and the about to get on stage and ever see if you can take that camera on stage and film it or rehearsal. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess I've thought about that. I guess it also is just, like, what I'm trying to put out. Mm. I guess, for me, personally, like, right now where I'm at, I would like to build my following. I've been working on building my following in order to have a platform for things I want to do later on. Mm -hmm. And building my brand through my social media accounts. So, for me, I'm going to post what is obviously clearly still me, whether it's pictures, if I set up photo shoots, or pictures from, you know, jobs I'm working on, or just, you know, whatever. You have a lot and of videos from, like, stuff that I do with Gordon, stuff that I do with other people, or stuff that I create, you know. Um, 
those tend to like gain, give me more followers and they respond to it more, mm-hmm. you know? Because I mean, social media, when I tell you this, when you switch your social media account from everything you want to put out just because you want to put it out, like a picture of my wine glass and my pasta, you know? Yeah. Versus I'm going to put out what content is going to contribute to building my brand and representing what I am and what I do, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, when I made that shift, that's immediately when I saw my social media grow. Yeah. So, so I mean, you have to take that into consideration. Now, I don't, I keep that from my photo albums in my phone, in my computer. Like, I don't, the memories, I save that for myself. I don't need to share that because, because it's not a personal account, you could view it as, like, it's more of a business account almost. Yeah. Because that's what I use it for, you know? So you kind of have to see it as a tool and what is going to help you do what you got to do, you know? But um, for me, I I mean, I think I went through a time where I was really just, like, one, uninspired by music to create. Yeah. And then, two, I also felt like I was so focused on dancing that I didn't even have inspiration to create anything of my own even though I used to just for fun just because I love to create anything you know but um and that fear of and like pressure from peers and everybody really on what you create and you know what I realize is just like it's not gonna be everything I want it to be because it's not it's I'm not there yet you know and I will probably never feel that way but this is me right now. This is... I'm just going to express where I am. This is me in this moment, and that's what it is, and I want to put it out because that's, that's, that's what's going on, you know? And it's it doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need... Like he was saying, it doesn't need to be my best work, but it's... I, I really wanted to create something, and it doesn't need to be some huge concept, and it doesn't need to be just an Instagram post, but, you know, whatever you feel. Like, for me personally, I'm... As far as, like, my focus, it's more on social media, so I'm trying now, when I do have time in L.A., to create more videos for Instagram to build my following. Mm -hmm. So people know what I'm doing. You can see me in my own habitat, I guess you could say, rather than always doing other people's choreography. So I'm trying to work on that now. But I also, because of the direction I'm trying to move into, I've also been, I'm always drafting concepts be on Instagram for my own creative purposes and my own to get gain experience and you know just to be an artist <coughs> and um yeah cool Gordon yeah. what keeps you going what keeps me going yes uh, in two sentences <laughs> Dang, I love you guys chat. I Yo. love you guys we could be here all night talking the simple fact that <laughs> five hour podcast <laughs> I love you guys Second time I said, anyway, watch. um, <laughs> you can cut that no, just out. like, no, 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 I like, I want to get to the meat of it. What keeps you going because it is not easy out here, yo. It, it in like to make it super simple and not drawn out, <laughs> um, the simple fact that I I know what I want to do, mm-hmm. I know, just knowing your purpose, I, just, I know what I want to do in this world, I know what I want to accomplish, and so that's it, like, that's so I'm gonna do it, you know what I mean? What is and, that? Uh, 
it, that's just, just I, there's so many, man, I tell you, I, can ah. go, I got fields, I got stuff I want to do, okay? okay, there's so many, I'm constantly inspired, first of all, by, um, so I might be constantly inspired, yes, I'm constantly inspired, it keeps me going, like, that really just going to a museum inspires me, mm-hmm. going to, um, just being on top of a rooftop and looking out, like, it, I'm inspired, and there's so many things, I'll see a billboard, and it, there's so many things I want to do with fashion, things I want to do with, um, down to like, I want, like my own fragrance. I want to do acting. I want to, there's just a million things and I plan on accomplishing it all. So yeah. it's ever going, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, like just you're a mogul. keep it quick. Like, yes, I want, I just, there's just a <laughs> lot I want to accomplish. So I'm, I don't got time to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Catch you with you going. <laughs> um, being happy, honestly, mm-hmm. I think. Before you can do, I think the most important thing at the end of the day is your happiness. Mm-hmm. And you need to feed yourself with that first before you can apply yourself to the things you want to accomplish. I think that is the key to being <coughs> successful is one, being happy. Because really, at the end of the day, we do all of this so we can be happy. Mm-hmm. Well, we think that's what's going to bring us happiness. But I mean, really, it's just being happy with yourself. And um, I think on top of that, once you do find your happiness... It's getting motivated and staying motivated, which isn't always hard. Personally, for me, it's not easy, but I have to make a conscious effort to stay motivated. And it's partially what Gordon was saying, constantly feeding myself with things that are going to inspire me to create and to do what I love. And I mean, I don't know what it is, but sometimes your environment is uninspiring. And so you have to sometimes make an effort to go do things to get yourself keep yourself wanting more so you're saying being a, a well-rounded person yeah don't just it life isn't just all about dance you know like there's so much more to you as a person and as a human being there's so much more you can do than to just dedicate everything in your life and all of your time and energy to just dance because so much of your inspiration as an artist if that's how you view yourself rather than just a dancer as an artist you can gain so much in- inspiration from experience. I think that's the best inspiration. From real experiences. Doing other things that you can bring into your dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> What's the hardest lesson you've had out here? Whomever wants to go first. Um, aside from dance? or Just with the hardest dance. lesson you've had at coming out to LA as a dancer? Like, in this time? <sighs> really tough I've had some lessons learned this this past three years if you could choose one that was like the not to be hard but like the harshest one the the most sobering one for me man I I had to like I kind of got like a I don't know I I I, my roommate situation fell off and um I had to honestly like sleep on the streets yeah. <laughs> and that was like rough for me that was like my biggest thing like in LA that was like man that was tough I you know how did you do like um, how do you manage or how do you get yourself like like knowing that there's gonna be better what do you do again it comes it, it comes from the kind of person you are the kind of person I am is I just uh sometimes it's it's shitty but sometimes it works out in my favor like I I have crazy pride sometimes and Mm. I I don't I couldn't get over the fact that like yo Ellie got the the best of me and I gotta go back home to Michigan I just was like not 
about that. So you I was like, you couldn't let yourself go back to no. Michigan. That's what <laughs> I was like, this is what I want to do, man. Like, and I just took it as a like as like a test. Is like, yo, what what you really want to do? You really want to do this? Like, here you go. I'm putting you through your trials and tribulations right now. Like, what do you want to do? Like, you want to you want to you're gonna let this cancel out everything that uh, you ever wanted or your dreams and all that. And I'm just like, no, I'm not. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm figuring this out. Kachi uh, knows. I've been through some situations, man. And it's just like, you know, oh, well. Like, I just kind of got to push through it. And there's people who are in your life and they see you during the situations and they want nothing to do with you. And there's people who care about your situation and want to help you. And uh, I've been blessed enough to find some of those people in my life. And that also helps me a lot is seeing that not the world ain't all crazy. Like, there's some good people out there, man, that are willing to help you out, and uh, they understand you. And, yeah, so a big lesson I learned is uh, a big struggle, you know, a hard situation for me was uh, going through that, and through that I've, I learned that there's people that look out for you, man. And, uh, yeah, I'm more than blessed. As shitty as that situation was, I was very blessed to have had people help me out of that situation, you know? Yeah. And like it's not about being in that situation it's not about you know everybody's gotta go through it but the thing is like you gotta go through it and you can't stay in it you know what I'm saying you gotta like complete the trip you know what I'm saying <laughs> you just gotta like, oh like keep God. going you know keep the trip <laughs> so uh so yeah like that was that was huge for me it was that moment I was like man that was a deciding factor is like if I dealt with this I'm gonna just deal with anything else that comes in my way you know and I'm gonna just I'm gonna just stay true to what I want to do, and I'm gonna do it. Thanks for being open about that. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. You, how um, how is anyone gonna go after that? I don't know. Uh, thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, my experience is very different. Yeah. So I mean, I grew up in LA, so I can't. But even, no, everyone's it's all relative. I remember right. My, everyone's yeah. lessons are different. Different timing. Like yeah. it's all you can't compare it. Don't exactly. Mean, it's not. But uh, so I think yours. Your toughest Something lesson out here so far. I, <laughs> so I had I had a weird moment in January. Um, in January, I had a lot of things going on with me emotionally. I think I was battling myself. I um, a lot of my relationships, whether it be family, okay. friends, whatever. A lot of my relationships were at a very weak point. Um, and me being who I am, and I'm so sensitive to the people I care about and what they're going through. So if that's not okay, I don't really feel okay. It's harder for me. So that, you know, my relationships weren't where I wanted them to be. It was really bothering me. And on top of it, I was feeling uh, so much pressure being in KM Elite at that time and just where I was at in my dance career, I was feeling so much pressure from my mentors, from other people in Camp Elite, from my peers, just so much pressure as a leader. I felt like so many people started looking up to me. I was so pressured to live up to everything I was trying to put out and spread that I, I, I broke down randomly. I was in the middle of learning. Uh, we just finished doing a piece in training, and I busted my knee at the, the very last time that we did it, and I had to sit out, and I went to go to the bathroom. I was just going to sit out, rest my knee, and I broke down, and I really had to tell myself, 
is this what you want? Like, I felt, I, I don't, I guess I hadn't even, it had been, like, in my subconscious, but I really, because I know everything I want to accomplish in my life, and I know I'm meant to be a leader beyond dance, mm-hmm. you know, I know that I'm trying to do a lot for the world as a whole. So, knowing everything I want to accomplish, I had to face myself and really think, is this what I want? Am I willing to do what it takes and be strong enough for what comes with being a leader? Because, I mean, I I don't know if everyone can relate to that even, but for me personally, it's, there's so much pressure in leadership and there's so much, uh, like, self-reflection constantly because you are so careful about how you're affecting others because you want to always be putting out good and always your message, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want to lose that um, effect you have on people either. So, I, I mean, at the same time, I was also overwhelmed with stress from success, believe it or not. It no, was that's, the weirdest prepares, thing for me. I think nobody and nothing can prepare <laughs> you for that. It's just when you're actually on your first jobs or when you're wearing a new hat. The, like, yeah. oh, you didn't know this, or the, right? like Yeah, I think it came at me, everything came at 100 miles per hour in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, I just, I had a moment where I just, I, I broke down. And I, yeah. I had to okay. talk to myself after that moment. I told myself, this is what your, this is your purpose. Mm-hmm. And if you're scared of that, then what are you going <laughs> to do with your life? What are you going to do? It should be scary. It, and it is scary. Good one. And uh, one of the greatest quotes is, if you don't do something scary every day, right. you're not going to grow. Right. I mean, that was a word for word. No, I'm not no, going to no, pull out my phone. <laughs> but, you know, you have to do things that scare you in order to grow. And that's just the reality of it. So, I mean, that was more of, like, very much an it's internal moment it was it was a turning point for myself because I think that I I don't I mean I was going through so much personally with like things that you know things that I have have happened to me in the past everything you know when you break down everything kind of just like floods all memories come back of everything you've done wrong or everything you know and you start like getting on yourself like like why me I mean, that's how I was feeling. I was like, why me? Like, I just want to be who I am sometimes and, like, not worry about all this pressure and, you know, having these responsibilities because it feels like you have so much responsibility. Yeah. Yo, that's that's what I was saying earlier, though. Like, like, it's great to have that pressure sometimes and just understand that to stay in your own lane and be yeah. you and let people like you for you and yes. people that don't like you don't yes. like you for you, whatever. Yeah. And that is what it is. Like, I'm... These days, one of the biggest things in this past year that I found out about myself is I'm done trying to please everybody. Like, I come as I come. Right. And that is what it is. And there's not going to change. Like, I'm not going to, because stuff like that, like, I can't, it's only so much one person can handle with so many opinions and so many people on their bags about what what about this what about that you trying to please everybody is impossible yeah so it's like yo just do what you do and you please who you please and you don't you inspire who you inspire and some people don't worry about the rest don't worry about the rest just like hope the best just know that you're doing the best you can as a person and uh yeah and and whoever can resonate with that and and grow off of you it freaking great you know 
Yeah, that's that's all. Like I, I hate to see. I see that to a lot of my peers. Like a lot yeah. of people. I mean, I personally, that was another thing for me, um, and I'm still on that path, and I'm mm-hmm. currently in that process of still to this day, in this moment, I'm still trying to rid myself of how of caring about people's opinions. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's harder for some people and it's easier for some people. For me personally, um, I think I've always been the type of person I've never been disliked. Maybe I'm not, every, you know, people aren't the biggest fan of me, but I've never, to my knowledge, been, like, disliked. Yeah. So, I, I mean... The industry was the first time I experienced that, and it was all happening at the same time as all, you know, this stuff. So it, it was kind of being thrown at me, and it was new to me what it's like for people to really just not be about you. Yeah. <laughs> just really not, you know, you just really aren't their cup of tea. And I think I, I was overdoing it in a sense. It's okay to, make, to want everyone to like you. But not to the point where you let it get to you when they don't. Yeah. Because I, I think in my mind I was telling myself, well, I I really like I wanna know like what like why don't you like me or like what what problems do you have with me? Because I'm really curious as what to, as to what that is, because I feel like I try so hard to be such a good person and so good to other people. So that it, it was kinda like throwing me off, like, I really don't get it. Not that everyone needs to, like, love me, ain't, but... Ain't it crazy that that can be the reason why people don't like you? And, and, and sometimes <laughs> some people really can't believe it. Some people will really look at you and say, you can't be that happy, you can't be that nice. Oh, wait, oh, I've yeah. gotten it. I got exactly. it recently. Like, it, like it's fake. Yes. So nice, people you know? <laughs> really... I've, like, I've been told I know. people don't like me because... I got it, too. That I, I can't be this nice. Yes. And... I'm, and I'm not going to even discredit myself. I work hard. I have really been so honest with myself and broken myself down in order to become who I am right now. And I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm uh, sorry, I'm, guys. I'm sorry. I'm nice. Uh, right? Like, I mean, because I, older me, I mean, younger me, would have probably been like, wow, like, I, like I'm re- I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I'm the type of person who will apologize when someone steps on my foot. I me too. You know, I'm, I'm that type of person by nature. So uh-huh. it's just, it's a little bit harder for me. But yeah, like, okay. it's, it was realizing that I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And I, I, it's also in my journey of understanding love too and just like this unconditional love for people that I I understand that you dislike me or for whatever reasons but uh, I'm also not going to judge you is it and I don't know why you think that or whatever it is it, I is it safe to say sorry that yeah. if you're out there just people will not they'll find a reason some people just find a reason not to like you if yeah you're no and that's how it is because even but the thing is what something that I personally have learned um is that I I'm so focused on myself that I don't even have time to be criticizing other people. <laughs> I do not have the time because I'm so focused about how I can be making myself better and how I can be a better person and mm-hmm. do better things for other people and for myself. That I really... And I, I have too much love in my heart to yeah. really 
put someone down or find ways to hate. I see the good in people, and I'm constantly looking for what great they possess, you know? And I mean, that's not how everyone is, but I think that's a great outlook to have, and that's something I had to learn because we are so quick to judge people. I mean, it's, it's in our nature, but being aware of that and just nipping, nipping it in the bud is just, I think, a healthy way Yes, I agree. It. How do you support one another? I know it can be difficult Aww. being the same. It can be difficult <laughs> being in the same industry and dating one another. And um, do you have any recommendations for dating in the industry? For industry lovers, yes. And also, <laughs> no, but like for for that in the dance world, I guess, and also just for people that are like, you know, in, in the world, yeah, in the same industry dating. Huh. Do you have any recommendations or any like? Uh, well, Don't. a lot of people will, will automatically be like, oh, I can't do that. I can't be a dancer. Oh, I man, that was me. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I really, well, because I, I mean, we're told, or I was told by my mentors who have, you know, lived their lives in this dance industry and thrived and had their experiences. And they're young, at least, okay. I mean, Man, you know, you, it's I've heard so stories. Simple, yo. It's They've so been simple. telling me since I was in high so school, don't date a dancer. No, forget so, I mean, that. Scratch all that. that. It's so simple. I'm gonna break it down like this. It is different for people. Like you can't. Everyone's not the same. You can't say. You can't say. <laughs> listen, no, because it, I hate that when people are like, I can't date a dancer. I'm like, you don't know what the heck you can date until you meet that person. Like, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> you don't know. You don't freaking know. You have no idea. Okay, you don't know. Like, I met Kachi, sure, I didn't necessarily want to date uh, date anyone within entertainment, honestly, because I was like, I just know what comes with that. But, like, at the same time, like, I'm in a relationship right now with a dancer, and, like, it's great, honestly, like, sure, just like any relationship, you have your issues, but, like, it's fine, like, I am completely happy, and, like, why why wouldn't I be, because she's a dancer? That's so stupid, like, no. It's not because she's a dancer. She's, she is there for me. She supports me. I support her. I might get teary eyed. We I'm really <laughs> oh, Go on. No, but she's there for me and she supports me. And what more can I ask for? Yeah. I want someone who's there for me and supports me. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and is down to, um, like, you know, talk to me and uh, about any issues that she might have, and then we work it out. Like. You know, like, in your relationship, it's just about, like, being understanding of your uh, your significant other, I guess, you know, and about, like, communication. Like, if you can't do those things, then, you, then it ain't going to work with any relationship, whether she's mm. a dancer or not. Like, whatever she is, right. he is, it ain't going to work. If you can't communicate, you can't um, connect and support. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever country's doing, I make sure, like, I support it. Like, because... First of all, I'm a dancer myself, so I know the struggles of being one and um, and how great it can be to be one. So, like, I know the feeling of being on stage in front of thousands of people and being like, dang, like, I'm in this moment. I get that feeling, so I can't hate on it because yeah. I know the feeling. I can't hate on it because it's not like, oh, she's getting at it and I've never got it and I've never experienced it. I can't hate on it. I know it. So, I understand. I find it, honestly, low-key a little bit easier now that I date a dancer because I understand her stuff and you know Same. there's certain things that she's done that I haven't even done and that inspires me I'm like shoot <laughs> it's low key like sometimes Kachi does stuff and I'm like 
I'm like, ooh, I gotta, what am I, I'm about to do that? But I gotta do that now? I'm like, I can't let her just keep getting me, like, she, you know, being, you know, doing what yeah. she does. It's just like, it's motivation for me to make sure I'm pulling my weight too, like doing what I need to do to be all that I can be as well. You know what I mean? She's out here working hard to do her thing. So, you know what? God damn it. That's inspiration for me to do the same. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not to say that I got to book a tour or nothing, but it's like, I still need Next to be. Week, Gordon, you know what I'm saying? What's the tour? <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Kachi, I'm the tour. Ah, like, no. <laughs> but, but, like, it's funny. People people will be like, people will be like, you know, how do you do that? Because, you know, it's in their competition. Like, you, no. Like, I mean, I, I, I have a different experience. For me personally, I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, as far. Okay, let's start from the beginning. So I, I've dated a dancer in the past, and it I thought that that's not what I wanted because um, there was support, but there was also like it, like we we I guess I had a bad experience of trying to work with my significant other, and I think that doesn't always work out to work with your significant other in dancing because once again you you get really sensitive about your art and about what you create, whatever. And sometimes it can just like rub you the wrong way. So had a bad experience in the past, left a, like a bitter taste in my mouth. So coming into like new people, I just really didn't feel like that was for me. Dated a non-dancer and felt like he was very supportive but could also not completely understand what it's like in a lot of situations and especially understanding how busy I am and everything I'm doing and what things I need to do, how I need to spend my time, my energy. And now in this relationship, I am so happy because I don't need to explain it. <laughs> We're just always on the same page and it's great. It's amazing. Like to for someone it's like having understanding on a another level because you know there's understanding of like you as a person, but then there's also like on a day-to-day -day basis like, let's say a married couple comes home to each other from their jobs and they're explaining to each other what happened at work, they'll, they'll sympathize, you know? But it's not the same as someone who's been there or knows exactly what you're going through. So it's, it's nice that we can like still connect on another level and be able to share dancing. Like, I, we're blessed because we love dancing together and, like, working with each other. Yeah, and, like, I mean, it's, it's not always smooth sailing, but it works. <laughs> there are times where we've worked on the same job and it's just been, like, like, we look at each other like, ooh, like, ooh. but, like, but, <laughs> again, that also comes to the kind of person you are in the kind of relationship you have. Yes. Because, honestly, we, we work those things out. We get, we talk those things. We also both really positive. Yeah. yeah. Upward we, moving people. Yeah. We're it's not, like, yeah, we're not. Timing in your life, where you each are at in your life, what your maturity level is emotionally and your experience in relationships, you know, all of those things factor in. But it's also like, you can, you can love people, but not know how to love people. Mm. And that's, that's something that really just, like, separates really healthy relationships from other relationships that could be you think might be healthy but really are maybe detrimental you know and I think that for us it's nice because I mean coming into it we both were, were trying to avoid a relationship 
but it happened and we're so happy but we were really like no matter what we need to make sure like we just keep each other in check like we always just have to keep each other's best interests in mind support each other and always like communicate things right off tops like don't let things accumulate because so many times from my own experience from other people's stories so many times people let problems pile up yeah. or let situations pile up or don't say anything and don't just say how you feel mm-hmm. say what you mean mean what you say express yourself be respectful and just be honest you know like and then you at the end of the day will get what you want as well as being able to keep someone happy not make them happy but keep them Ooh. happy I like that. Do you have anything that you'd like to say to, you know, simple, simply put, to those that look up to you, to your peers, and to those that are ahead of you? Ahead of you, not saying better, but just saying those who've already accomplished the goals and your, the dreams that you want to accomplish. So what do you have to say to each one? In like one sentence each. Um, real quick, to uh, people ahead of me, yo, I would love to learn from you. That's the reason why you're ahead of me. And <laughs> I want to, truth be told, I want to eventually, you know, um, get to your position. So please inform me and acknowledge me and excuse me for anything that I don't know. And uh, as for the younger generation, uh, there's a lot you can learn from me. And because I'm a person that is, I want to learn so much. So whatever and, and I want to give so much knowledge so whatever I learned you're gonna learn and um and just a little piece of advice man be open to everything you can learn from anyone man don't don't look at anyone's situation or um I guess ranking or position in the dance community and think that you can't learn from them you can learn from everybody whether it's a freaking jete piece or a live television award show you know what I mean like you can learn so much from these choreographers and uh just know yourself know your body and know what you need to learn from these people not you know uh know what you need to learn and so yeah that's that's my two cents for and people just in your own generation maybe those who don't know you people in my own generation um yeah man stay 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 in our generation. Be in the in-between. Learn from everyone. <laughs> Learn. Join us in the middle school. Hopping generations. Yo. Like, what? <laughs> what? I don't know what they're talking about, but I'm saying learn from everybody. Like, again, uh, just as the younger generation, I feel like we still are honestly a part of the younger generation. So just learn. Learn, learn, learn. And that's not to say that you need to stop doing what you're doing and just focus on learning. Like, for some people, that is the case. But... It's not necessarily the case for everyone, but learn and um, and use what you learn, like, immediately. Like, as soon as you learn it, uh, apply. apply apply it. Like, don't wait and stack up all your knowledge and wait till you're 30 and then start using it. Like, just use it as you go, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, peace and love. Be be kind. Be gentle. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Very catchy. <laughs> like, catchy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what we say to the younger, your generation, and those... And when I say ahead, I mean it as a function of time, not that anyone's better or worse. Right. Um, people ahead of me. 
Well, same as Gordon, man. I, I'm such a student in life in general, so anything anyone has to offer that's come before me or has experienced things that I haven't, I, I'm so open to learning and I have so much respect for you. Um, as far as people in my generation, I, I really encourage us to not wait. Like, I really encourage us to be every change we want to see in this industry and to be more actively trying to change those things so we can create it faster and we can even maybe enjoy that. You know, whatever changes can be made, maybe we can enjoy it ourselves um, and definitely pave the way for people coming uh, after us. As far as people, I mean, I guess this also ties into peers, but for people who do look up to me, I would say really... I think the most important thing in life that you could be focusing on if you're younger than me and you're looking up to me, focus on finding yourself and finding your happiness, which will never be anything external. It's always going to stem from you being happy with you. And don't search for anything to make you happy. Only you will make you happy. And you will live a life of abundance the more you feed yourself with love. You will be able to love more people and give more love and be great. You can be greater the more you are able to feed yourself with love and happiness. So I think ultimately beyond dance, that's more important. You know, at the end of the day, we need to be uh, happy as human beings. We need to be fulfilled in our lives. So, so that you can have, if you want to be a professional dancer, man, find your happiness, find your confidence and go get what you want. And don't let anyone tell you that you are incapable or that it's harder than it actually is. Because sometimes people are just speaking from their experience. So really just have an open mind, be a great student, learn how to be a great student, um, and just have no fear because I feel like fear is really something fear and doubt which ultimately stems from fear but just abandon all of that and go get what you want because I believe in you I want to acknowledge the two of you for being who you are. You have opened my eyes so much because I know like really at the end of the day, as much as I love talking about generations and all this and I, call my, I act like I'm like 50 years old. <laughs> like I know Where that I'm I do all. that, I, right? Like I completely do that. But for a long time, I felt so disconnected from the community here. And you're part of me feeling like both of you. Um, and like uniquely and individually were part of me actually starting to feel connected to the community here and in a really special way so I want to and I don't think I ever got to say that so I want to thank you for that first of all yeah and acknowledging you for like doing what you do and then you know having no apologies about it but I know both of you are very open to being the best versions of yourselves and also the best like as dancers and I know it's hard navigating I think it is because we have just so much information out there and so many opinions right and um you're awesome like I'm really excited to continue to see 
what you build and where you go and also excited for where you are now. I'm rooting for you. And I actually forgot the last question that I always ask. It's two questions. Shoot. <laughs> last okay. question. <laughs> What's next? What would you like to see for yourself, let's say, in the next five years? And I know Ooh. there's a lot. So, like, you know, just a few sure. things. <laughs> and, right. yeah, so, oh. that, so that's just rapid fire. Don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, for myself, I would really like to see my career shift from being a dancer into being a creative director, and not even necessarily just with dancing. I really want to branch out into other forms of entertainment, other kinds of projects, whether it be TV, film, um, and in that, I also, in the next, hopefully sooner, I really want to figure out how I'm going to make a bigger impact on the world beyond through dancing because I feel like that is my greater purpose and dancing was just one of my stepping stones on this path to doing so um, and part of me creating a platform so I'm hoping that I can discover that mm. soon I'm excited to so I can get started on changing the world and making this world more about peace, love, butterflies Yay! and unicorns Hey. All right, mm-hmm. Gordon Watkins. I would see myself. <laughs> I uh, I always tell people this: like, dance is like my gateway drug. You know, it's into the inner <laughs> into the entertainment business. <laughs> so I, I really um, there's some a few more things I would like to accomplish in this uh, industry with dance. Which then, is, um, I would like to choreograph for a few few more people and um dance for a few more people i, Do you I have any a lot targets? of people don't know that i i haven't toured yet so i would like to tour and hey, um, uh, i would like to do that manifest manifest yeah man and so but honestly after that i honestly want to act more than anything and i want to model so i would like to start focusing on those things pretty soon and then uh Truth be told, I, I want to see where that goes before I start mapping out everything else I want okay. to do. But I would like to accomplish all the things I want in dance, some things I want in modeling, some things I want in acting, and then we'll see about the big kabang of what so Gordon does. Know. Right, you know what it's, I mean? it's especially yeah. with the kind of lives we live, it's so hard to see that far in the future because what we want is constantly changing. And some people, like I feel like they have that really concrete thing and some people don't like I realize as long as I'm in a process that makes me happy where I'm a contribution to others I'm good and I used to be that like have a one year a two year a five year a ten year plan I think that's beautiful but I love right now not knowing (laughs) I love it right and what do you want to be remembered for in the dance world it is 150 years right now and you're like from now and you're chilling on a cloud what do you want to be remembered for like one thing I think for me personally I would like to be remembered for helping create great environments. I I want people to remember me as that person that really created good working environments, growing and learning environments, um, and really a strong presence, strong and positive presence. And I feel like when I think about who that is now, in my opinion, it's like a few people. I can't honestly even really yeah. put my finger on, I don't think even one hand, only five people I can think of right now. Um, actually, maybe five. 
But it's it's rare and few for people to really have that kind of impact. And I think, because I mean, there's a million great dancers, and I don't think, I think I've realized I'm not meant to be a Tony Czar. Um, that's I don't think that's part of my journey. And I used to think it was, but as time has gone on and through my experiences, I've realized that it's just, it's not for me. I think my impact is more on the energy. Hmm, I love it. I love it. Mr. Watkins? I would like to be remembered for my originality and my, um, how much I inspired, how many people I pushed to uh, just come take their own route. Because, uh, Definitely. Because I, I don't really, I know that for myself, I, I don't really like, I really feel like I got to create my own route sometimes. I'm like, dang, I can't seem to get this. I can't seem to do that. So I feel like I got to just kind of pave my own way, you know? So I, I just really yeah. want people to see that and be inspired by that and do it for themselves. Be original and be, um, make their own lanes. Literally, I know you hear that so much, but like, I really think that this is very important. Like, you know, create something new and be something new. I feel like this mm-hmm. is, there's a lack of that these days. So, yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. I'd like to acknowledge you <laughs> <laughs> for both of you for taking the time out today when you could have been chilling, eating cookies. I know you just got back in town, Kaji. Oh, yeah. Um, and on the dime, <laughs> I bumped into you yesterday, Gordon, yeah. and then I felt really inspired and then I decided to sit and think about it and I sat, I sat, I sat and thought about it. I sat. I sat. I sat. <laughs> And I thought about it. Um, and it w- I was like, yeah, we got to do this. Both of you are very intelligent and very soulful. And thank you for always being inclusive. I started feeling more included in the dance community and connected to it. There we go. When I met both of you and ind- like individually, it's just who you are. And it gives me a lot of joy and a lot of also hope for where dance is going. That like no matter what I'm hearing in one ear about like oh nobody cares or like this is all going crap. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, but like for all of that and the pessimism, I'm like no. There's like voices and like there's a lot of positive things happening. It's just we don't know exactly where this is all going, right? right. Yeah. Um, and we're all in it together. And you're both very genuine people, so I just want to yeah acknowledge that. And thank you. It's such an honor to be here, Glee. Seriously, thank you, thank you really. so much. Like, like I was so hyped. I, you yeah, I, I, I was. I was so surprised to hear that you wanted us on the wall. Yeah, basically to do this. Thank yeah. you. Be on the podcast. I was like, wow, really? I mean, I just saw some other people you had. I was like, uh, oh you. my god, she wants me to talk. What the hell does she want me to say? <laughs> Just me, me and Kyle was like, Kashi, what should I like? Should I like? I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> so you know what he said? He you. said, we should prepare some quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Gordon, why don't we prepare quotes? We don't even know if she's going to ask. I don't even know what to talk about. I didn't know what to do. I was oh, panicking. So you should have told me. <laughs> you should have told me. Oh, my God. You know, know. Right. Thanks, you see what the support I'm talking about, y'all? I want to <laughs> make, no, make sure with this that it's like even. So if I'm on, so it's really three main things I have as reasons. It's to get people's stories because we all come out. We don't really know where anyone came from or like what they've gone through, what they're right. thinking. There's a little bit of, so, of it on social media, but not so much. And you won't usually hear about people's bad days except for once in a blue. Right. But you don't hear about the in-between days either. You hear about the, like, oh, just book this or, like, check this out. Great, Mm -hmm. but it's one-sided. To inspire people and share information, and I feel like at every place that people are in the industry, you can do that. 
you know? Like, right now, they're dancers who... Or your peers, or dancers that are coming up that they, like, haven't heard in, like, the in-between right. kind of people that are in the thick of it. And then it's also to connect people. So I feel like if I'm getting more OG, or if I'm getting very seasoned, or whatever it is, that's amazing. But I have this instinctual need to hear, like the response to that right. or like what's happening on the other side and hopefully right. this hopefully people will hear this who maybe feel like they don't understand what's on the uh, you know sense. what's coming up and hopefully it'll create some conversation some dialogue some understanding so yeah so it's everyone's always valid spark progress yeah so that's what i want with it and i i also being out here for a long time i think we underestimate easily what other people have to offer because mm. we're sometimes always looking at one thing is it like credits or is it like the hype right. and it's sometimes yeah like you know i've heard actually dancers bring you up in terms of Kailani, like they want to dance for Kailani, and then I hear your name come up, and I'm like, wow, that'll be really interesting, I think, for that dancer to hear, like, just right. where you're at and Aww. what you're thinking. Yeah. So. Where you are, man. Because, <laughs> like, we all, like, got this. Dance is all, it becomes about, like, look, you're in class looking fierce as hell. Usually you're not going to be in class being like, well, I'm kind of questioning myself today. Let's, right. like, dance like I'm questioning myself. <laughs> if you're doing that, nobody's going to look. So we don't get those, like, you know, so. Right. For sure. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to our Dance Speak podcast. For inquiries, suggestions, comments on your favorite guests, or who you'd like to see on the show, please email us at dancespeakpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-A-N-C-E-S-P-E-A-K-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And check back in next week for our latest interview. Thank you so much. 